rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. It's not a frozen picture of me. Wonderful. What the hell? What just happened? That sucked. I don't know. All of a sudden there was like a frozen picture of me staring. Not very flattering photo either. So that sucked. All right, let's let's watch this goddamn democratic debate. And I hope that the stragglers find us. Please come over, find us. Ali Ali Oxen free. Here we are. All right, let me let me see if you guys can see the this. Okay, you can see it. But can you hear it? Is in large part because the Latino population is also very young. Uh, and a lot okay. of the population is young, and he's very popular with young We're people. We're cooking. And you've also got we are a cooking. really strong generational Oh, these mother effers. Joy Reid. That is not so much true with Latino J- voters. James We're whatever the hell, American Johnson. Voters. It's not about passion. It's oh, about my favorites. Trump. But for younger black and Latino voters, Sanders does represent oh my God. a real Jim, movement to them. A super um, chat. Thank you for it's that. that it seems to be for a bit age-limited. All so those mu- mess-ups. Can expand this really... You know, passionate, young, multiracial base, upward in age to the people who actually are Shut your mouth, Joy Reid. You know, with the varying turnout numbers that we've seen, <laughs> it's an older electorate that is turning that's out. Right. We have not seen a oh, spike well, in young that's, turnout. Oh, well, that makes there, sense. Get a bunch of old people out there size, to vote. Forget about Bernie. Um, tonight, is there a way that any of them can succeed oh, without destroying one of the other one? We could have got together sooner. Do we have to hear them? I'll cut to them in a minute. I'm sorry about all the mess-ups. How's everybody? Can you hear? You can hear it, right? It's good. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, let me see. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, haiku. Thank you for all those clip suggestions you sent today. And I couldn't get to them yet. So there's a lot. I would. I wa- unfortunately, you have to do it quickly. You know what I mean? It's You want to put the clips up in a timely fashion. So I hope to do one or two tomorrow, today, after the show. Who knows? So but what would be helpful, I think, is if you add a... I should probably do this in the email, but um, just add the time code, you know, instead of just the, the link, just the time. Like at 12... Well, you can give me a link, too, but... You know what I'm saying? Like at 12... Oh, five to 13, oh, five, whatever. This is a good clip. All right, whatever. Nobody knows what we're talking about. I hate everybody on the panel. They all hate Bernie, and it's a Bernie bash all today. I wanted to, because I wanted to play... Earlier today, I don't know if you saw that Megan McCain had a had a had a uh, wine fest with AOC, where she got where Megan McCain put herself up on the cross because she's so victimized, you know, by the Bernie Bros. It's the it, it's according to corporate media, Bernie Bros are it's uh, a a pandemic. It's the number one problem facing America today. Not health care, not the inability to retire, not the upward immobility and income disparity. It's 
It's Bernie Bros. Is is snake emojis on the timeline of people who shouldn't have a platform that reaches millions of people just because their father was a famous man who I don't know was he he uh, uh, the son of an admiral and married a rich woman. What what poor Megan McCain? She's so put upon. The worst thing I I don't I don't understand. The, if that's the worst thing that ever happened to her, she should thank her lucky stars. Oh brother, here we go. We're gonna see a fight tonight over like you know who's who's policy that is roughly in agreement with everybody else's policy is more appropriate. Oh, and I wait till the third decade. You know, meanwhile Donald Trump is just wait till this weekend. Um, and so or uh, hopefully I, mean, I can have another show this week because I, I need it. In terms of who can turn their fire toward Trump in a way that is going to move down. Shut the F up, all you corporate mouthpieces. <laughs> Become a patron of Terror Buster. If you want to counteract the, all that shit, all that bullshit that you see before you on the debate stage. Oh, here we go. Oh, brother. I'll try to calm down. Let us create the political revolution this country needs. The stakes could not be higher. We cannot afford to miss the mark or to miss this moment. I will bring this country together instead of tearing it apart. I can't do it alone. I need your help to climb that mountain. Oh, brother, you sure do, honey. 2020 is our time. And no more snake emojis, please, please. I'm a Republican, and um, you're not. From NBC News, the Democratic presidential Look at all these corporate mouthpieces. Here with me on the stage tonight, NBC News political director and moderator of Meet the Press, Ugh. Chuck Todd. Gross. Chief White House correspondent and MSNBC anchor, Kelly Jackson. Also joining us is Telemundo senior correspondent, Vanessa Ock. Yuck. Gross. <laughs> Tonight, candidates will get a minute 15 to answer each question and 45 seconds for follow-ups. Now that the stage is narrowed to six candidates, we encourage each of you to directly engage with each other on the issues. So let's get to our first oh, question. God help us. Since the last time you all shared the stage, Senator Sanders, a self-described Democratic Socialist, who's had a heart attack nationally in the Democratic race. And there's a new person on the stage tonight, Mayor Michael Bloomberg. Oh, Christ. Well, at least he called them on a Republican. What hasn't changed, a majority of Democratic voters still say their top priority is beating President Trump. Well, Senator Sanders, Sanders, the first question to you. Mayor Bloomberg is pitching himself as a centrist who says he's best positioned to win in November. Why is your revolution a better bet? Oh, my God. In order to beat Donald Trump, we're going to need the largest voter turnout in the history of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Bloomberg had policies in New York City of stop and frisk, 
which went after African-American and Latino people in an outrageous way. That is not a way you're going to grow voter turnout. What our movement is about is bringing working class people together, black and white and Latino, Native American, Asian American, around an agenda she waves raising her hand for, for Elizabeth Warren and not just the billionaire class and that agenda says that maybe just maybe we should join the rest of the industrialized world guarantee health care to all people as a human right raise that minimum wage to a living wage of 15 bucks an hour and have the guts to take on the fossil fuel industry because their short-term profits are not more important than the future of this planet and the need to combat climate change. Those are some of the reasons yeah. we have the strongest campaign to defeat Donald Trump. So, so Mayor, like Mayor Bloomberg, uh, can, can Senator Sanders beat President Trump, and how do you want to respond to what else oh, he said? Brother. Um, I don't think there's any chance of uh, the senator beating President Trump. You don't start oh, out saying, uh, I've got 160 million people, I'm going to take away the insurance plan. Uh, Oh no! Oh yeah, that, that they love. They love it. They love getting denied. They love copays, deductibles, bills. I don't think there's any in network, whatsoever. out of network. And I if hate he fucking Bloomberg goes and is the candidate, we will have Donald Trump for another four years, and we can't stand that. Senator so I, I like to talk about who we're running against: a billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking. I'm talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mary I think Bloomberg. I dated that one. Democrats are not going to win if we have a nominee who has a history of hiding his tax returns, of harassing women, and of supporting racist policies like redlining and stop and frisk. Look, I'll support him. Look at him. Get him out of here. But understand this. Democrats take a huge risk if we just substitute one arrogant billionaire for another. Yeah, you get him. Sorry, for a long time and left everyone else in the dirt. It is time to have a president who will be on the side of working families and be willing to get out there and fight for them. That is why I am in this race, and that is how I will beat Donald Trump. Hey, good one. Yo, nice. Senator Klobuchar, what do you think the path is from this stage to the White House? What works? I think the path uh -oh, is a this high one. voter turnout. I'm the one on this stage that had the highest voter turnout of any state uh, in the country. Bring a book. I led the tip ticket. Give us an well anecdote, in please. And suburban voters. And I met that as well. And I'm the only Amy one with the receipts to have Smith done that at in the Piggly Wiggly congressional districts over and over again. But I want to say told this. Me. I actually welcomed Mayor oh, Bloomberg no. to the stage. I thought that he shouldn't be hiding behind his TV ads. And so I was all ready for this big day. And then I looked at the memo from his campaign staff this morning. And it said that he actually thought that three of us uh, should get out of the way. That is what his campaign said, because we should pave the way. Uh, for him to become yeah, well. the nominee. Uh, you know, I have been told as a woman, as America is being sold to no the highest bidder. Still be standing up on now, stage, right in the open. Because of pure, pure grit and because of the people out there, I've been told many times to wait my turn and to step aside. And I'm not going to do that now. And I'm not going to do that because a campaign Good. memo Kick his uh, from Mayor Bloomberg as said it this should morning, be uh, that the only way uh, that we get a nominee is if we step aside for him. Mm -hmm. I think we need something different. 
different. Well, the DNC certainly did. Look at Donald Trump and say we need someone richer in the White House. Thank you, Mayor Bloomberg. Is a lot for you to respond to there, so here's your opportunity. Um, I think we have two questions to face tonight. One is who can beat Donald Trump, and number two, who can do the job if they get into the White oh, House? Oh, please. And I would argue that I am the candidate that can do exactly both of those things. I'm a New Yorker. I know how to take on an arrogant con man like Donald Trump who comes from New York. Somebody should mention that he gave money to Donald Trump. I know how to run a complicated this city, the election biggest, cycle. most diverse city in this country. I'm a manager. I knew what to do after 9-11 and brought the city back stronger than ever. Oh, my God, 9-11. Who didn't inherit his money but made his money. And I'm spending that money to get rid of Donald Shut Trump. Shut the fuck the up. You're buying an election. And if I can get that like you done, bought the mayor of, of New York America City for the kids. third term. F you. The terms who can beat Donald Trump, NBC did a poll yesterday. Oh, no. Joe Biden is Somebody get corn pop. That's what your poll said. And it said that I can beat him in, the, in those toss-ups. So it also too. said those that Bernie could beat him, too. I'm ahead by eight points sorry, across the board. So in terms of being able to beat Donald Trump, I'm better positioned, according to your poll, than anybody else to I'm beat sorry. Donald Trump. Number one. Number two. The mayor makes an interesting point. The mayor says that he has a great record, that he's done these wonderful things. Well, the fact of the matter is he has not managed his city very, very well when he was there. He didn't get a whole lot done. They he should all frisk, attack him. That's a good strategy. Young black men up against the wall. And when we came along in our administration, President Obama, and said we're going to send in a moderator to a mediator to stop it, he said that's unnecessary. So I we were going to get a chance to talk about the mayor's record, but in terms of who is best prepared okay. to beat Donald Trump, look at your poll and what it says. Mayor it also said Bernie can beat him. Yes, we've got to wake up as a party. Oh, no, we, him. We could wake up two weeks from today, the day after Super Tuesday, and the oh. only candidates left standing will be Bernie Sanders and Mike Bloomberg, the two most polarizing figures on this you stage. little and slimy weasel. See where they fit if they They've got to choose between a socialist who thinks that capitalism is the root of all evil and a billionaire who and thinks it's not money ought to be the it's the not all power. Let's fuck you. Oh, I hate that. Oh, he is damaging the Democratic Party and the people who are depending on it to do something right for them. I forgot. I don't, I'm sorry. I mean, I uh, missed what he said. But who gives a shit? It's some bullshit zinger. Have to choose between one candidate who wants to burn this party down. Fuck you. And candidate who wants to buy this party out. You see what he's we doing? The talk about divisive and polarizing. If speaking. Exactly. Get him, Bernie. Get him. Neglected working class is polarizing. I think you got the wrong word. Mm, what you we are go. Finally, to do is to give a voice to people uh. who, after 45 years of work, are not making a nickel more than they did 45 years ago. There you go. Zing them. We are sick and tired of billionaires like Mr. Bloomberg seeing huge expansions of their wealth. 
while a half a million people sleep out Fucking on the street. Booty judge. You know what we are saying, Pete, is maybe it's a time for the little working slimy class of this smile. to have a little bit of power in Washington rather than your billionaire campaign. Woo! Uh, all right, look. First of all, I know. Yes, slam dunk. Look, my campaign is fueled by hundreds of thousands of contributors, including 26 billionaires. Right, right. Of thousands of contributors. And look. Well, he called our campaign. What did he call it? The only one who cares about the working class. Most Americans believe we need to empower workers. As a matter of fact, you're the one who is at war with the culinary union right here in Las Vegas. He's not at war. We at war. Union support that you have ever dreamed of. That's right. Get him, Bernie. Yeah, country. but the vision I'm putting forward has the support of the American people. We can actually Excuse me? What are we? Away from anyone. We can what? Empower workers and lift wages. It sounds good in the wine cave, country, honey. And we can build a movement without having legions of our supporters online and in person. Some people are just born to be slaves. Senator Warren, I have a question for you. On Sunday on Meet the Press, Vice President Biden accused Senator Sanders supporters of bullying union leaders here with, quote, vicious, malicious, misogynistic things. You said Democrats oh, here we go. Fuck on a you. Of hate. You son of a bitch. For Democrats to unify in November. Look, I have said many times before, we are all responsible for our supporters. And we need to step up. That's what leadership is all what, about. Well, but the way we are going to lead this country... How are you going to stop somebody Donald from posting Trump a snake emoji, you fucking child? Solid ...values and who actually gets something done. When Mayor Bloomberg was busy blaming African Americans and Latinos... Right, go after Bloomberg. Crash of 2008. I was right here in Las Vegas, literally, just a few blocks down the street, holding hearings on the banks that were taking away homes from millions of families. That's when I met Mr. Estrada, one of your neighbors. He came in to testify, and he said he yep. thought he'd done everything yes, right Daniel. with Wells Fargo. Yes, Daniel. is repeating the talking points of the right wing. In a matter of weeks. He's absolutely this a Trojan stooge. First billionaire benefactor. To tell his two little daughters that they might not be in their elementary school, that they might be living out of their van. I spent the next years making sure that. Oh, don't say anything like that. Again. It's divisive, Elizabeth. Every inch of the way on a consumer agency. They we need platitudes. We need a candidate with unshakable values and a candidate who can actually get something That's done. Like for Bernie. Like That's like Bernie. Like Bernie, exactly. That's Thank how you. I'll be Donald Senator Sanders. We have over 10.6 million people on Twitter, and 99.9% of them are decent human beings, are working That's people, right. are people Absolutely. who believe in justice, compassion, and love. And if there are a few people who make ugly remarks, who attack trade union leaders, I disown those people. They are not part of our movement. But let me also say what I hope my friends up here will agree with, is that if you look at the Wild West of the Internet, talk to some of the African-American women on my campaign. Really? Talk to Senator Nina Turner. Talk to others and find the vicious, racist, sexist attacks that are coming their way as well. That's right. So I would hope that all of us understand 
that we should do everything we possibly can to end the viciousness and ugliness on the internet. Our campaign is about issues. That's right. It's, it's about, about leaving no one behind. And the middle class, it is not about vicious attacks right. on other people. Senator it's the only campaign talking about fighting for those who are less fortunate. Well, but, it is, but at a certain point, you got to ask yourself. Oh, God. Why did he, this pattern how long arise? did he... Why is it especially the case it's, among your supporters? Are you fucking kidding me, you fucking child? People know. It is not true, you wet, you rat think sociopath. is the most ugly, sexist, racist attacks that are... I won't even describe them here. They're so disgusting. And let me say something else about this. Not being too paranoid. All of us remember 2016. And what we meant, we, what we remember is efforts by Russians and others to try to interfere in our that's right. and divide us up. I'm not saying that's happening, but it would not shock me. I saw some of those tweets regarding the Culinary Workers Union. I am have a 30-year, 100% pro-union voting record. Do you think I would support or anybody supports me would be attacking union leaders? It's not thinkable. That's right. Shut your mouth, you rat. Yeah, bitch. And that's why we're fighting for everyone in this country. Unlike you, you fucking sociopath. You. Oh, I hate him. God, Tara Jr., where are you? Also about how you motivate people to treat other people. What? I think you have to accept some. What are you talking about in the in the wine cave? Is that what you are discussing? With your billionaire Ben. Benefactors? Because in order to turn the page on the Trump era, we're gonna need a Oh, you bitch! You fucking! He's the one. I can't even. I can't wait till commercial. Oh my god. We could nominate a woman for candidate. Oh my god. I think that might go a long way if we showed our stuff as a party. Um, and the other thing I want to talk about is really what is at the core of this issue between Senator Sanders and the Culinary Union. And that is this. Oh, no. These are hardworking people. They need their health care. Like yeah, like everybody else does. Uh, who have health care plans that have been negotiated over time, sweat and blood. And that is the truth for so many Americans right Senator, now. Thank you. There are 149 million. Americans that would lose their current health insurance Klobuchar, under Sanders, Senator Sanders' bill. Senator, That's what you. it says oh on page God. 8, and I don't think we should forget that. On that note, I want to turn it over to my colleague, Chuck Todd. Senator Sanders, I'm going to stay on this topic. Oh, uh, no. The here comes... On this issue with the Culinary Union. Uh, obviously, their, Another hater. their leaders are warning their members about that your health care plan will take away their health care plan. Oh, take my God. Oh, there are some take away private insurance. You can't do that fast enough. This plan, Medicare for All, is going to take away private insurance. Yeah, good. Too far. Are they oh, right? Too far no. when you're leaving Let no one be behind. you got to leave some clear. behind. Two points. For a hundred years, from Teddy Roosevelt to Barack Obama, this country has been talking about the need to guarantee health care for all people. And yet today, despite spending twice as much per capita, Chuck, twice as much as any other major country on earth, we got 87 million who are uninsured or underinsured. We got over 60,000 people who die every year because they don't get to a doctor on time. 
We're getting ripped off outrageously by the greed and corruption of the pharmaceutical industry, which in some cases charges us 10 times more for the same drugs because of their price fixing. 500,000 people go bankrupt every year because they can't afford medical bills. So let me be very clear to my good friends in the Culinary Workers Union, a great union. I will never sign a bill that will reduce the health care benefits they have. We will only expand it for them, for every union in America, and for the working class of this country. Yes. Warren, you, you, you Fuck you, Pete Buttigieg. Then you have since came up with a transition plan. Is it because of the impact on unions? So I want to be clear. I've been to the culinary unions, health care facilities. It's wonderful. You don't want to shut them down. You want to expand them. You want to see them all across Nevada and all across this country. But we need to get everybody's health care plan out here. Uh, Mayor Buttigieg really has a slogan that was thought up by his consultants Mm -hmm. to paper over a thin version of a plan that that would leave millions of people yes, unable that's to right. afford their health care. It's not a plan, it's PowerPoint. Mm. And Amy's plan is even less. It's like a post-it note. Insert plan here. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Wonderful. Very much uh, has a good start, but instead of expanding and bringing in more people to help, uh, instead his campaign relentlessly attacks everyone yeah, that's right. who asks a question or tries to fill in details about how to actually make this work. And then his own advisors say, eh, probably won't happen anyway. We need my approach to this is we need as much help for as many people as quickly as possible and bring in as many supporters as we can. And if we don't get it all the first time, take the win and come back into the fight to ask for That's right. Keep fighting. I got you, says Chuck Todd. Yeah, you got nothing, honey. You fucking... Yes, I... Well, I... Okay, I think Amy said... I'm more of a Microsoft Word guy. Plan. Uh, I don't know if there are any PowerPoints on it, but you can definitely find the document on PeteForAmerica.com, and you'll see that it is a plan that solves the problem. You ain't solving shit except your own ambition. An uninsured American, and does it without kicking anybody off the plan that they have. This idea that the union members. What the hell? Yeah, we love our plans. We love getting bills and co-pays and being told we're out of network. So you got to pay full fare when you're unconscious in the emergency room. How historic that is! That the American people are ready in a way far beyond what was true even ten years ago. Shut your lying corporate mouth. Majority ready to undertake the biggest, most oh, progressive oh, reform no, we've yeah. had in healthcare in 50 years, just so long as we don't force it on. Oh, fo- don't so force it. Why don't you have Social Security for those who want it? Then. Well, I, I think the post-it note came first, Senator. I don't Jesus Christ. I must say, I take personal offense since post-it notes were invented in my state. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
plan is a public option. And according Whatever. to all the studies out there, it would reduce premiums uh, for 12 million people immediately. It would expand coverage for about that same number. It is a significant thing. It is what Barack Obama wanted to do from the well, very beginning. Well, if that's the and case, the way I look at it, since we're in Vegas, Barack Obama wanted plan, it. Elizabeth and Bernie's on Medicare for All, you don't put your money on a number that's not even on the wheel. And why is Medicare for All not on the wheel? Why is it why? not on the wheel? Why? Because two-thirds of the Democratic senators are not even on that bill. So don't because try. Do not try. Because they're all fucking the bought and paid for. The Affordable Care Act. They see it right Holy in front shit. of them. Holy shit. And the truth oh my is God. Uh, that when you see I hate these fake Democrats. Waters, you don't blow up a bridge. You build one. And so we need right. to improve the Senator, Affordable Senator, Care Senator, Act, let not let blow it up. Let me just... Name check. We'll get you in, Miss. All right. Here, we got a lot of people in here. We got hits of It's my turn, yeah? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> Somehow or another, Canada can provide. Right. Exactly. They can all do it. UK can do it. France can do it. Germany can do it. All of Europe can do it. Gee whiz, somehow or another, we are the only major country on earth that can't do it. Why is that? And I'll tell you why. It's because last year the healthcare industry made $100 billion in profits. Pharmaceutical industry, top six companies, $69 billion in profit. And those CEOs are contributing to yeah, this campaign right. and other campaigns up here. Of course. So maybe, maybe it is finally time. The truth is the truth. Enough is enough. The function of a rational health care system is not to make the pharmaceutical industry and the drug companies rich. It is to provide health care to all. Oh, no. What the hell? People Jesus as Christ. A right, not a Mr. Vice President, no premiums, no Mr. Vice President, go, no deductibles. Let's go ahead. Mr. Vice President, Senator Warren. Shut up, Pete. Petey. Little Petey. Oh, shut the F up. I got it done. Really, you also got Clarence Thomas done. Yeah, the shitty Obamacare that sucks and has this country at each other's throats. Good one. Because you had to give your benefactors a, a win and not the American people. Oh, boy. Number two, you know, the, from the moment from the moment we passed that signature legislation, Mike called it a disgrace. Number one, number two, Trump decided to get rid of it, and number three, my friends here came up with another plan. But they don't tell you. When you ask Bernie how much it cost, the last time yeah. he said that, I think it was on your show, he said, "We'll find out. We'll find out." How or something. Oh, gee. How come you never ask how much the war costs that you voted for? So I actually, so I actually. What the fuck is that old man saying in the back? There are four expenses that families pay, right? Premiums, deductibles, co-pays, and uncovered medical expenses. Mayor Buttigieg says he will put a cap 
only on the premiums. And that means true. families are going to pay the rest really? of the cost. Amy, I looked online at your plan. It's two paragraphs. Families are suffering and they need okay, a plan. It. You can't simply stand here and trash an idea to give health care coverage to everyone without having a realistic plan of your own. And if you're not going to own up to the fact either that you don't have a plan or that your plan is going to leave people that's right healthcare coverage full coverage, leave people behind so. it's the american way I was <laughs> when i met a man who said he had diabetes he gets his insulin yeah. through the through the VA, but his sister and his daughter also have diabetes. No way to pay for their insulin. Three human beings yeah. right here in Nevada My plan who takes are care struggling. Of that. They share okay. one insulin prescription. Mayor, Mayor Bloomberg. Really? Ryan, you weren't a fan of Obamacare? Uh, I am a fan of oh, Obamacare. Oh, I am. Woozy, woozy. Wow, wow. It's said one time that I was not. In 09, I testified and gave a speech before the mayor's uh, conference in Washington uh, advocating it and trying to get all the mayors to sign on. And I think at that time I wrote an article praising Obamacare. It was either in the New York Post or the Daily what's News. The what's to, are, what's the praise? The four Profit insurance racket? Um, Ooh, he shut him down, huh? It didn't do as, go as far as we should. What uh, Trump has done to this is a disgrace. The first thing we've got to do is get the White House and bring back those things that were left right. and then find a ways to expand it. Find a way. Having some rules about you know, and get a couple more charges. people in there, throw some subsidies, and, and you know, whatever. The rich can keep getting richer, and, and you can totally maybe only okay, cut your diabetes medicine into thirds instead of quarters. The signature piece of this administration, it's a disgrace. They're the exact words. It was a disgrace. Look it up. Check it out. Okay. It was a disgrace. Thank and you. I cover, by the way, that plan. You do not have surprise billing. You bring down drug prices. People are not, and it gives people all the things we're just talking about. I guess you're not got enough time to do it, but uh, I'll get a chance to talk. Thank about you, sir. I don't get a chance to talk. You need to just go and hang out at the old age home. This next topic, so let's get into it. In 2015, this is how you describe your policing policy as mayor. Quote, we put all the cops in the minority neighborhoods. And you explain that as, quote, because that's where all the crime is. You went on to say, and the Scumbag. way you the guns out of the kids' hands is to throw them against the wall and frisk them. What a You've fucking piece of shit. Policy, but what does that kind of language say about how you view people of color or people in minority neighborhoods? They're well, fucking animals to be contained, we, as we all are, except African-Americans um, a little bit more. Really so you get the white people all feared and scared out, uh, and everybody fighting and amongst each other. When I got into office, there was so they don't look at him. Murders a year in New York City. And I thought that my first responsibility was to give people to the throw right people to against That's the wall. Basic right of everything. And we started a we adopted a policy which you got to keep the place. plebs in their place. Uh, the policy that all big uh, police departments use of stop and frisk. What happened however was it what? got out of control. And when we discovered I discovered it got out of that well it was we just a couple of bad apples, right? Stop and frisks. We cut 95% of it out. Bullshit. 
it. And that's I've not true. Sat down with a bunch of uh, African American clergy and business people to talk about this, to try to learn. I've talked to a number of kids who've been stopped, and uh, I'm trying to was trying to understand how we change our policies so we can keep the city safe because the crime rate did go from 650 50 percent down to 300 and we have to keep the lid on crime but we cannot go out and stop people right, Mayor, indiscriminately Mayor, thank you. Let me go to President Biden this. you want to respond to that yes let's get something straight the reason the stop and frisk change is because Barack Obama sent moderators to see what was going on. When we sent them there to say this practice has to stop, the mayor thought it was a terrible idea we send them there. A terrible idea. Let's get the facts straight. Let's get the order straight. And it's not whether he apologized or not. It's the policy. The policy was abhorrent. And it was, in fact, a violation of every right people have. And we are the one. My administration sent sent in people to monitor it and the and at the very time the, the, the mayor argued against that this idea that he figured out it was a bad idea he figured out it was a bad idea after we sent in monitors and said it must stop even then he continued the policy all right uh, mayor would you like to make a quick response to that? yes i would oh, jesus um, christ I've is this over yet? My God. I've asked for forgiveness, but the bottom line is that we stopped too many people. Too many people. Too, one is too many. many. We've got to make sure you that we fucking do autocrat. Justice in this country. There is no great answer Unreasonable search and seizure? Isn't that a constitutional right? Fucker. Everybody that was wrong on criminal justice sometime in the careers, there'd be nobody else up here. And, what? Uh, I was expecting uh, I'm sorry, applause, I guess. Sorry. I, I do think that this really is about leadership and accountability. When the mayor says that he apologized, listen very closely to the apology. The language he used is about stop and frisk. It's about how it turned out. Now, this isn't about how it turned out. This is about what it was designed to do to begin with. Yep, absolutely. To, to terrorize a community and terrorize the, the entire city. If you want to issue a real apology, and divide and conquer. The apology has to start with the intent of the plan as so it was put racist together, division. And the willful ignorance day by day by day of admitting what was happening even as people protested yep. in your own street. Shutting out the sounds of people telling you how your own policy was All breaking right, their lives. Oh. You need a different Senator Klobuchar, we're staying on this top. We're going to stay on this topic, but I want to get something in here with Senator Klobuchar. When you were the top prosecutor in Minneapolis, Senator, there were at least two dozen instances where uh, police were involved in the deaths of civilians. None of those officers were, uh, were prosecuted. You did prosecute a black teenager who was sentenced to life in prison, despite what are now serious doubts about mm. the evidence. Now, the Minneapolis chapter of the NAACP has recently called for you to suspend your campaign over that case because some new evidence has come out since. Uh, big picture, why should black and Latino voters trust your judgment now if it appears you may have gotten it wrong then? 
first I'll start with that case. Uh, it is very clear that any evidence, if there is new evidence, even old evidence, it should be reviewed by that office and by the county attorney. That must happen. I have called for that review. This was a case involving an 11-year-old African-American girl named Taisha Edwards who was shot doing her homework at her kitchen table. Three people were convicted. One of the cases is the one that is being uh, investigated, was investigated by a journalist, and I think it's very important by, that that evidence come forward. In terms of the uh, police shootings that you uh, noted, mm -hmm. uh, those went to a grand jury, every single one of them, and I've made very clear uh, for months now uh, that like so many prosecutors, I think those cases, in my time, they were all going to the grand jury. It was thought that was the best way to handle them in many, you many jurisdictions. You didn't speak up at the and time, I, should you? I actually did speak up on something very similar, and that was when our police chief in Minneapolis tried to take the investigations of police shootings into his own hands, and I strongly said I disagreed with that. Now I do believe also that wow. a prosecutor should make those decisions herself. And the last thing I will say, because you asked the question about voting, I have the support of African Americans in my community in every election. I had strong support and strong support of leadership, and that's because I earned it. And this is going to be on me to earn it. You earn it with the what you stand for when it comes to equal opportunity. You earn it with the work that I have done, the leadership I've shown on voting rights. And yes, you earn it with the work okay. that must be done on Thank criminal you, justice reform. I'm disappointed. <laughs> because many Democrats, including most of you on stage, have criticized President President Trump for his lack of transparency. But Senator Sanders, when you were here in Las Vegas in October, you were hospitalized with a heart attack. Oh God. Afterwards, you pledged to make, quote, all your medical records public. You've released three letters from your doctors, but you now say you won't release anything more. What happened what? to your promise of full transparency? Well, well, I think we did. Let me tell you what happened. First of all, you're right. And thank you, Las Vegas, for the excellent medical care I got in the hospital two days. And I think the one area maybe the Mayor Bloomberg and I share, you have two stents as well. All right. 25 years ago. <laughs> well, we both have two stents. It's a procedure that it's done about a million times and a year. And Bloomberg so is like six months younger than Bernie. Second of all, we released the full, my whole 29 years in the Capitol, the attending physician, all of my history, medical history. And furthermore, we released reports from two leading Vermont cardiologists who described my situation. And by the way, who said Bernie Sanders is more than able to deal with the stress and the vigor of being president of the United States. He absolutely States. can. Follow me around the campaign trail, three, four, five events a day. See how you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mayor Buttigieg, you've been critical about transparency on this stage and people needing to do better. Is that response from Senator Sanders enough oh, for you? No, oh, really? Not, fuck you. First of all, let me say, we're all delighted you that you are Fuck you. Oh, and, my God. Um, at the same time, yeah. transparency Such matters, especially so, uh, through the what's Trump What's the word? Era. Now, under President Obama, the uh, standard was that the president with would release full praise. medical records, do a physical, and release the readout. I think that's the standard. That let's get your mental health on the line well. here. Now, let's re let's get your just a letter from a doctor someone to uh, a lot of folks on this stage, release uh, whether you're a sociopath or not. I'm certainly prepared to get a physical, put out the results. I think everybody. 
everybody here should fuck you oh my god I'm actually less concerned about the lack of transparency on sanders uh, personal health than i am about the lack of transparency on how to pay for his oh my plan. god Since he said that it's impossible to even know how much it's going to cost and wow he wants he, he really wants americans to, to continue to die and go to remote area medical for medical treatment when they come to town dollars worth of revenue which means that the hole in there is bigger than the size of the entire economy bullshit bullshit shut your fucking rat hole yeah get him bernie under your plan which is a maintenance continuation of the status quo mm -hmm. yes it is the bitch american today is paying twelve thousand dollars a year that's what that family mm -hmm. is paying twenty percent of a sixty thousand income twelve thousand dollars a year highest prices in the world for prescription drugs just the other day a major study came out from yale epidemiologist in lancet one of the leading medical publications in the world what they said, my friends, is Medicare for All will save $450 billion a year. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Instead of putting $450 billion into your pal's pockets, Pete. Of administration. And by the way, ending the $100 billion a year in profiteering from the drug companies well, and the insurance companies. Really this this is oh, really? What are you kidding me? Why are billionaires and insurance racket ghouls funding you? Oh, yeah, but that's a very well-focused-tested talking point. Get him. Get Oh, God. Of course. What? When it comes to transparency. But people are already voting now. Why should Democratic voters have to wait? It just takes us a long time. Unfortunately or fortunately. Losing, losing, well, and we do business all around the world. Yeah, and we're preparing just, it. It, the, the number of it takes a lot of time to get bribe everyone all over the country. But I put on my tax return every year for 12 years in City Hall. We will put out this one. It says, tells everybody everything they need to know about every investments that I make and where the money goes. And the biggest item is all the money I give away. And we list that every single donation I make. And you can get that from our from our foundation anytime you want. Okay, yeah, I'm just looking at my husband in the front row that has to, like, do our taxes all the time. <laughs> oh, Amy. Shut the and F up. The point of this is, I believe in You're down homie bullshit. physical, by the way. It came out well. We might all be surprised if my blood pressure is lower than Mayor Pete's. That might really shock everyone out there. Um, what is happening? You release your records uh, from your physical. Secondly, when it comes to tax returns, everyone up here has released their tax returns, Mayor. I think, and it is a major issue because the President of the United States has been hiding behind his tax returns, even when courts order them, him to come forward with those tax returns. And I, I think, I don't care how much money anyone has. I think it's great you got a lot of money, but I think you've got to come forward with your tax it's returns. So great. Except that it's destroying democracy, but whatever. We're releasing them the in a few weeks, and uh, that's the, just as fast as I can do it. Remember, I only entered into this race 10 weeks ago. 
Well, fuck off then. As quickly as you came. Let me ask you about something else, Mr. Mayor. Because Mayor Bloomberg, let me ask you about something else. Oh, it's not simple. It's only simple to get to bribe politicians and corrupt government. Corrupt the DNC. When you were confronted about it, you admitted making sexually suggestive remarks, saying, quote, that's the way I grew up. In a lawsuit in the 1990s, according to the Washington Post, a former female employee alleged that you said, quote, I would do you in a second. Should Democrats expect better from their nominee? Let me let me say a couple things, and have, if I can have my full minute and a, qu- a quarter, thank you. Um, I have no tolerance for the kind of behavior that, that the I engage in. Has exposed, and anybody that does anything wrong, I in our I really hate myself, truly. And if it's appropriate, underneath it all, but I have no tolerance for my own behavior. My company and my foundation, and oh, in the I'm going right into heaven. I'm not even stopping for an interview. I'm sorry, guys. Women. In my company, lots and lots of women have big responsibilities. They get paid exactly the same as me. Ooh, wow. And well, that's all that matters my, then. Uh, uh, in City Hall, money, the money, money. The top person, my deputy mayor, was a woman. And, 40% and she's a hot piece of ass. I am very proud of the fact that about uh, two weeks ago, that I, we were awarded... Oh uh, we were voted the um, the hottest the, the best play. place to work, second best place in America. <laughs> if that doesn't say something about our employees and how happy they are, I don't know what does. Senator Warren, even well, why make them sign non-disclosure have, agreements? I hope you've heard what his defense was. I've been nice to some women. Right. Really. So others. That just doesn't cut it. Because you haven't sexually harassed every single woman you met or work for you. He has gotten some number of women, dozens, who knows, to sign Mm non-disclosure agreements, both for sexual harassment and for gender discrimination in the workplace. So, Mr. Mayor, are you willing to release all of those women from those non-disclosure agreements so we can hear their side of the story? Yes, that's the way you do it. Get him. Get him. We have a very few bunch of disclosure agreements. How, how many is of how many is that? A bitty bitches of me of doing anything other than being uh, an amazing lover. And let me just And let me point. There's a be- agreements between two parties that wanted to keep it quiet. Oh yes, agreement between. It's always they usually when you're signing a non-disclosure. So wait, it's an agreement it's between two parties. Some is how many? And and when you and when you say they signed them, and they wanted them, if they wish now to speak out and tell their side of the story about what it is they allege, it's now okay with you. You're releasing them on television tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Boom! 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 You fired! You fired! You fired! Senator company and somebody else in this case, a man or a woman, or could be more than that, they decided when they made an agreement. A man and a woman, I guess. Quiet for everybody's they, interest. That they happens. Sign the agreements, and that's what we're going to live with. I'm sorry. No, the question no, is, no, no, no. Exactly. Get them. Don't let them off the hook. You? 
and you could release them from that immediately. Because understand, this is not just a question of the mayor's character. This is also a question about electability. Yes. We are not going to beat Donald Trump with a man who has who knows how many non-disclosure agreements uh -huh. and the drip, drip, drip of stories of women's Yeah, they'll just they keep the devil they know. Yep. Yep. Uh oh. Here comes corn pop. The mayor has to do is say, you are released from the non Yeah. <laughs> Get, Get him. Get him. This guy got himself in trouble and they begin saying that he would, there was a non he couldn't disclose what he did. He went to his company. Just to be super clear, that was about the list of clients. No, so no, no, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look, I'm just like you. I'm human, too. This is about transparency from the very beginning, whether it's your health record, whether it's your taxes, whether it's whether you have cases against you, whether or not people have signed non-disclosure agreements. You think that women, in fact, were ready to say, I don't want anybody to know about what you did to me. That's not how it works. The way it works is they say, look, this is what you did to me. And the mayor comes along and his attorney say, I will give you this money if you promise you'll never say anything. That's how it works. Yes. We're not dumb. As the dumb, as my lord thinks we are. Consensually, and they have every right to expect that they will stay. Oh, you fucking. Of course. That's right. Yes. Freedom. Electability, and everybody up here wants to be Trump. And we talked about stop and frisk, and we talked about the Get him, Bernie. Get him. Mayor Bloomberg has established and the problems there. But maybe we should also ask how Mayor Bloomberg in 2004 yes. supported George W. Bush for president. Yeah. Put money into Republican Hello. candidates Hello. for the United States. Thank Senate you. When some of us, Joe and I and others, were fighting for Democrats to control the United States Senate. And maybe we can talk. Maybe we can talk about a billionaire saying that we should not raise the minimum wage. Well, that we mm -hmm. That's right. Medicare yep, Medicaid. raise if the retirement age, age, you know. Raise wow. Medicare co-pays so the people just don't go to the doctor willy-nilly. This is what he says. Because we all just want to go to the doctor for shits and giggles. We're just plebs. We don't know any better. Last night, you defended yourself saying, quote, this is in jeopardy. But my question to you is, Shouldn't our next president know more about one of our largest trading partners? Of course. Yes. She didn't know the name of the president of Mexico. I don't think that that momentary, momentary forgetfulness. Honey, you didn't know. What I know about Mexico. You knew it was on the border. It. And I first want to say greetings to President Lopez Obrador. Uh, <laughs> secondly, honey, too late. I, too I late. You blew it. Jeopardy, you blew it. You fired. You fired. You fired. How many members are there in the uh, Israeli Knesset? 120. Who is the president? Oh Jesus Christ! What? Is, this ain't fucking. Um, this isn't Jeopardy. I am the one person on this stage that came out first to say I was for the U.S.-Mexican-Canadian trade agreement. That is going to be oh, one of the number one duties of, of a president. To continue to send our jobs to Mexico. If you could name 
the president of yes. Mexico, and your response was no. Yes, that's right. And I said and I that fucked I made up. an error. Um, I think you made an error. President that maybe is humble and is able to admit that here and yeah. there maybe okay. wouldn't be a bad thing. Mayor but it was, if you could let me, how would you? I wouldn't liken this to trivial. I actually didn't know how many members were in the, the Knesset. So well, you oh. But you're staking your candidacy on your Washington experience. You're on the committee that oversees border security. You're on the committee that does trade. You're literally in uh, part of the committee that's overseeing these things. And we're not able to oh, speak to that American ignorance. About the politics of the country you, to ourselves. Arrogance, to too. I'm dumb, or are you mocking me here, Pete? Are you misogynist? Let's play the woman card. People sometimes forget names. I am the one that she should have said that. Oh my God, I forgot his name. Experience based on instead of over slithering around it until she was finally confronted. He's basically saying that I don't have the experience to be president of the United States. He does. A 37-year-old, though, right? As a lead Democrat because he's a white man. Being in the U.S. Senate. I am the one, not you, that has won statewide in congressional district after congressional district. And I will say, when you tried in Indiana, Pete, to run, what happened to you? You lost by over 20 points to someone Get him. who later lost to my Get friend Joe Donnelly. Get so him. don't tell me. About him. experience. What unites us here is we want to win, right. and I think we should put a proven winner in charge of the ticket. This is a race for president. This is a race for president. If this winning a race for very Senate translated directly to becoming president, I would have grown up under the presidency of Walter Mondale. This is different. Why? And the reason that I think we need to talk about Washington experience is uh, that we should ask what that experience has led to. Experience is, and certainly tenure is not always the same thing as judgment. Shut up, you fucking child. Let's talk about a major policy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's chaos. Let Pete will take advantage of the chaos and declare himself the winner. Settle down, everyone, before Pete says he's the president. Senator Klobuchar, for a minute, this is not right. I understand that she forgot the name. It happens. It happens to everybody on this stage. Mm -hmm. Ask about whether or not you understand trade policy with Mexico. Have at it. And if you get it wrong, man, you ought to be held accountable for that. You want to ask about the economy and you get it wrong, you ought to be held accountable. You want to ask about a thousand different issues and you get it wrong, you ought to be held accountable. But let's just be clear. Missing a name all by itself does not indicate that you do not understand what's going on. Yeah, I just think this is so that was good. Fuck you, Pete. Get uh oh, here goes corn pop. Mexican policy. I know Barack Obama knew. Oh my god, I'm the only one who knows, he said. Invoke my name again, and I ask you to look at the. She's Candyman. Invoke her name three times. Uh, we went into great detail she tells you an anecdote an about the pig piggly wiggly. I want to say one thing about Mayor Pete, where we just disagree. He was asked on a debate stage about the Mexican car cartels. Uh, which are bad, bad criminal organizations. He said that he would be open to classifying them as terrorist organizations. I actually don't agree with that. That is a very valid debate to have. I don't
don't think that would be good for our security coordination with Mexico. You know what the fuck and he's I think doing? You got that wrong. Well, at least that's a Mexico. Oh no. He's like an old, he's like when my father was in the Alzheimer's home, it reminds me of. I used to, hey, 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 fella, hey, young fella. I've met with the last president, the one before that. I've been deeply involved in making sure that we have a policy that makes more sense. Than what? So who cares? I'm the guy, that put I'm the guy yeah. You were, you're like, what's that guy? Uh, you know, that Tom Hanks movie. Because there's nothing for them to the box for. of chocolates guy. Spent hours and hours and hours. And so you want to talk about experience in Washington. It's good to know with whom you're talking. It's good to know what they think. It's good to know what you think. And it's good to be Forrest Gump. Yes. That's what it's about. <laughs> He's All a right. fucking Forrest Gump of really politics. I was there. I did that. I was at every pit of pivotal moment in history. Woo! Holy shit. Oh, my heart is pounding. Okay, fuck Buttigieg. Um, I agree. I love that everybody's piling on Bloomberg. He deserves it. Fuck him. He needs to go. Good night, Corn Pop and, and Biden. Please, honey. He seems like a fool. Interjecting constantly. I, I was there. I was there. I was at the moon landing. I was there. Well, when were you? Th- were you there when Anita Hill needed your help? When you denied the witnesses in the Anita Hill hearings and you allowed Clarence Thomas onto the bench? I mean, uh, many things. He was certainly there when he, uh, you know, MDNA. What is that? Not MDNA. I always get those initials. MBNA. MBNA. Came calling. You better believe it. That's why he got the moniker, the senator from MBNA. And I'm just sick of Pete Buttigieg. Before we get back into this, into the debate, before they get back, let's just, I just want to remind everybody, recently, um, actually, this is an article from today. What is today's date, actually? This is from yesterday. ABC News. Democrat Pete Buttigieg overstated pledges of support from black leaders and public figures. This is who Pete Buttigieg is. He's a fucking slimy little social climber. And he doesn't care that uh, about any uh, about people left behind. He's not running a campaign like Bernie. Will you fight for someone even though you're a whatever? Will you fight for an immigrant? even though you're native-born? Will you fight for somebody who has no health care, even though you have health care? That's the kind of new leadership that we need. It's that mentality of leaving no one behind. Pete Buttigieg is nothing but I got mine, Jack. Sucks to be you. He is the most divisive up there. While he's talking about Bernie is so divisive, he's dividing people into the haves and the have-nots. Of course, because he's doing the bidding of his billionaire benefactors. You think they're discussing our needs in the wine cave? He is so full of shit and so transparent. Honestly, I think I get upset because I cannot believe that anybody buys it. It seems so clear to me. But anyway, so Pete, this is what happened recently, this week actually, you know, Pete has a problem um, with black voters. He doesn't have any. 
So his campaign released the Douglas plan or whatever the fuck because he wants to pretend he gives a shit. And the Douglas plan, whatever. Frederick, Frederick Douglas plan for black Americans, whatever. And um, I don't even know what, what's in the damn plan. It makes no difference. He doesn't know what's in it. It's bullshit. So his so he he released an uh, an email. He sent out an email. What was it? Uh, he touted. This is from ABC News. Democratic presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg touted support from African American comedian. Oh wait, hold on. Something's up with the with the feed now. Wonderful. What's going on? I want to make sure we get back into it. it says ad playing. Okay. Oh, God, is it starting again? No. Okay, let me just quickly finish it, what, and we'll get back to this. But what he did, so he, was, he sent out a press release saying, look, look at all of these black small businesses that have signed on to our Douglas plan, the Frederick Douglas plan. And so ABC News called up this one, this um, African-American business, and they asked, are you, they wanted to, to, to check it. Are you on board with Pete Buttigieg and his Douglas plan or whatever the hell? And they, this, uh, this small business said, what are you talking about? He, she, this woman knew nothing about the damn Pete Buttigieg being called one of Pete Buttigieg's supporters and endorsers. And he basically, what happened was his campaign staff went and had lunch in this woman's um, place of her establishment. And then, and they, they just put her name down. Oh, look, we ate lunch there. So that much must mean that she's endorsing us. So then ABC News called this woman and they asked, are you endorsing? Oh, yeah, I already said that. Are you endorsing this? And she, she knew nothing about it. She knew nothing that uh, her name was on this list that Pete Buttigieg had released for of all her, his so-called black small business owners, um, the, the black supporters of his plan. She, 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 he basically just took her name and put it on the list. So when they called up Pete Buttigieg's campaign and said, this woman knows nothing about your Douglas plan, does not know that you put her name on this list of endorse, endorsements, and, you know, she's not happy about it. They were like, oh, uh, we'll get back to you. Next thing you know, the Pete Buttigieg campaign is calling and emailing this woman to try to get her to say that she's endorsing him. And they, of course, she was like, what the fuck is this? And then they, she ended up releasing these emails to ABC News that the Pete Buttigieg campaign was sending her, harassing her into saying to, that she supports him. It's so cynical and fucking just says everything you need to know about him. He's not really after an endorsement. He doesn't give a shit. This is a, a, a play, a game for him. Does he really have to earn someone's support? Just put her name on the list. Doesn't matter. It just looks that way. It looks good for him. It's all a show. Just like his stupid Medicare for all who want it. Medicare for all who want it? Are you fucking kidding me? Just 
keeping the Republican policies going, keeping this unconscionable system in place, Medicare for all who want it, he knows he's killing America. We have they, uh, this is the only first world, quote unquote, country, only Western nation that has to have remote area, area medical come and have free, uh, like they do in, like they do in uh, third world countries, so-called third world countries, setting up remote area medical uh, weekends where people go and they wait online. And they go days earlier to get in line so they can get medical care. It's, that's a disgrace. And that's what Pete Buttigieg stands for. Medicare for all who want it. It's all about keeping the broken system in place. And there you go. Fuck him. Here we go again. Welcome back. We received hundreds of questions from Democratic voters. So fake. Exactly, Cherry. He's fake as shit. Impacts Nevadans. John Ralston from the Nevada Independent kicks us off. Oh, God. So, y'all ready to play some Nevada trivia now? Shut up. Let's talk about this issue because it's it's up there in polls. Voters are really concerned oh, the about polls. it, as y'all know. What you might not know is that Las Vegas and Reno are the vibrant economic engines for the state of Nevada and are also two of the fastest oh my God. warming cities. Thank you all for the, your super chats. I just saw. Uh, in certain months of the year, Laguna the heat Beach. is already an emergency well, situation in Laguna for Bay. and for tourists walking up and down Thank the strip. You. So I'm going to start with you, uh, Mr. Vice President. What specific policies would you implement that would keep Las Vegas and Reno livable, but also not hurt those economies? It is the existential threat that humanity faces, global warming. I went out to tech and you have a a facility where you have one of the largest, largest solar panel arrays in the world. And and when the fourth stage is completed, it will be able to take care of 60,000 What's he, What's he babbling? And what I would do is, number one, work on providing uh, the $47 billion we have for tech and for to making sure we find answers is to provide a way to transmit that speaking English? solar energy across the network of, of, of in the United States. Invest in battery technology. I would immediately reinstate all of the elimination of the, of the, of the of what Trump has eliminated in terms of EPA. What is happening? I would secondly make sure that we had 500,000 new new, new corn stations in every new highway we built in the United States of America or repaired. I would make sure that we once again made sure that we got the Miley standards back up, which would have saved over 12 billion barrels of oil had he not walked away from it. And I would, I would invest in rail, in rail. Rail can take hundreds of thousands, millions of cars off the road if we have high-speed rail. Th- thank you, Mr. Vice President. I want to get, I want to get some of the rest of you in on this because you all have plans. Yeah. Mayor Bloomberg, let me read, let me read what, what you said about uh, this issue. You said you want to intensify U.S. and international actions to stop the expansion of coal. How yeah. exactly are you going to do that? Well, already we've closed 304 out of the 530 coal-fired power plants in the United States, and we've closed 80 out of the two or 300 that are in Europe. Uh, oh my Bloomberg He's so annoying. Bloomberg philanthropies. I'm going right so into heaven. If you're president, the first thing you do the first day is you rejoin the Paris Agreement. This is just ridiculous for us to drop out. 
assume America's responsibility is to be the leader. Why is anyone applauding him? We're the ones that are going to get hurt just as much as anybody else. And that's why I don't want to have us cut off all relationships with China, because you will never solve this problem without China and India, Western Europe and America. That's for most of the greenhouse gas. Let me just finish one other thing. I believe, and you can uh, tell me whether this is right, but the solar array that the vice president was talking about is being closed because it's not economic, that you can put solar panels in and to modern technology, even more modern than that. I I just want to let Senator Warren jump in here just because you've said something that's really specific to Nevada. And and, and the the tension here in this state is between people who want renewable energy and people want conservation on public lands. Eighty-five percent of Nevada is managed by the federal government. You have said uh, uh, that you were going to have an executive order that would stop drilling uh, on on public land, stop mining, which is a huge industry here. You got to have lithium. You got to have copper. What does this fucking guy think? How do you do that? He's the star of the show? Stop all new drilling and mining on public lands and all offshore drilling. If we need to make exceptions because there are specific minerals that we've got to have access to, then we locate those and we do it not in a way that just is about the profits of giant industries, but in a way that is sustainable for the environment. We cannot continue to let our public lands be used for profits by those who don't care about our environment and are not making Making it better. Look, I'm going to say something that is really controversial in Washington, but I think I'm safe to say this here in Nevada. I believe in science, and I believe that the way that we're going to deal with this problem is that we are going to increase by tenfold our investment in science. There's an upcoming $27 trillion market worldwide for green, and much of what is needed has not yet been invented. My proposal is let's invent it here in the United States and then say, we invented in the U.S., you've got to build it in the U.S. That's a million new manufacturing We're going to stick to this topic, but Senator Sanders, I'm going to move to fracking. You want a total ban on natural gas extraction, Mm. fracking in the next five years. The industry obviously supports a lot of of jobs around the country, including thousands. A lot of my pals at the country club now aren't going to be happy. If we end up with a Democratic candidate that supports a fracking ban, I'm going to tell my members that either you don't vote or you vote for the other guy. What do you tell these workers? Uh, it's supporting a big industry right now, sir. What's up with that hairdo of his? Not that I have a great hairdo, but, you know. Us I don't have a makeup don't artist. Act incredibly boldly within the next six, seven years. Right. There will be irreparable damage done, not just to Nevada, not just to Vermont or Massachusetts, but to the entire world. Joe said it right. This is an existential threat. You know what that means, Chuck? That means right. we're fighting for the future of Not that he gives planet. a shit. And the green he just goes behind the walls of his gated community and pretends only the plebs are going to burn. Good-paying jobs as we move our energy system away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. This is a moral issue, my friends. 
We have to ha- take the responsibility of making sure that the planet we leave our children and grandchildren is a planet okay. that is healthy. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's only the future of the planet. I want to keep this going. Senator Klobuchar, you're, you're not on the same page at a total uh, ban of fracking. You call it a transitional fuel. Shut your mouth. But scientists are sounding this alarm now. Do you take these warnings that maybe fracking is a step backwards, not a step forward, not a transition? I've made it very clear that we have to review all of the permits that are out there right now for natural gas um, and then make decisions on each one of them and then not grant new ones until we make sure that it's safe. But it is a transitional fuel. And I want to add something that really hasn't been brought up by my colleagues. This is a crisis, and a lot of our plans are very similar to get to carbon neutral uh, by 2045, 2050, something like that but we're not going to be able to pass this unless we bring people with us i'm looking at these incredible senators from nevada Catherine cortez masto and jackie rose she knows their names i'm thinking that they know how important this is and you can do this in a smart way one get back into that international climate change agreement Two, clean power rules bring those back and the president can do this herself without congress as well as the gas mileage standard but when it comes to putting a sweep yeah. a price on yeah. carbon this is very yeah. important Chuck. we Here have to make Chuck sure Todd. that the yeah. money goes back directly yeah. as dividends to the people that are going to need help for paying their bills otherwise Senator we're not going to pass it so there has to be a hard yeah, to don't the even try to don't pass it we will never pass just die that's all Burn, die. We can have a Green New Deal and create jobs. We need people in infrastructure who will help build. We have they can lose that job tomorrow, we though. That's pre- what they're concerned yes. about. Those jobs are for tomorrow. Those are the ones we need to be working on to harden our Like he gives a shit right about now. some of these but jobs. Listen to Senator Klobuchar's point. She says we have to think smaller in order yeah, to get it passed. there you passed. go. I that's don't it. think that's the right approach Yay. here. Why can't we get anything passed in Washington on climate? Everyone understands the urgency, but we've got two problems. The first is corruption, an industry that makes its money felt all through Washington. The first thing I want to do in Washington is pass my anti-corruption bill so that we can start making the changes we need to make on climate. And the second is the filibuster. If you're not willing to roll back the filibuster, then you're giving the fossil fuel industry a veto. Thank you, Vanessa. She invoked my name. I'm Candyman. You want to hold oil and gas executives accountable for their role in harming our planet. You have even suggested that you might put them in jail. Which companies are you talking about and how far are you willing to go? I'm willing to go as far as we have to go. First of all, I would eliminate all the subsidies we have for oil and gas. <clears throat> eliminate it, period. That would save millions and millions of billions of dollars. Number that two, we can funnel to the I top and not have universal health care. And by the way, minority communities are the communities being most badly hurt by the way in which we deal with climate change. They are the ones who become the victims. That's where the asthma is. That's where the, that, that's where the groundwater supply has been polluted. That's where, in fact, people, in fact, do not have the opportunity to be able to get away from everything from uh, still asbestos in the walls of our schools. I have a trillion dollar program for infrastructure. That will provide for thousands and thousands of new jobs. Not $15 but $50 an hour plus benefits. (laughs) Unions. Unions being able to do that. And what it does is it will 
I'm disappointed. Here's the last point I'm on. I'm out my time's gonna run out. Oh, brother, him in the time. On day one, when I'm elected president, I'm going to invite all of the members of the Paris Accord to Washington, D.C. Day one? A lot of shit going on on day one. I'm used to dealing with international relations. I will get them to up the ante. Vice President Biden, you didn't answer to my questions. I thought I did. What would you do with these companies that are responsible for the destruction of our planet? What would I do with them? I would make sure they, number one, stop. Number two, if you demonstrate that they, in fact, have done things already that are bad and they've been lying, they should be able to be sued. Oh. They should be able to be bad boys and girls. Bad, bad. And not only, not only it's the, only the planet. Not the stockholders. It's only life on Earth. Those companies. They should be engaged. And it's a little bit like. Look, What's that in the, the face of the unholy dollar? Not much. Just like we did the drug companies. Just like we did with the tobacco companies. The only company we can't go after are gun manufacturers Thank because you, of my President. buddy here. But that's because of, yeah, it was all Bernie. All Bernie. Get him, Bernie. Get him, Bernie. Because of my buddy here. A few questions back. The number one producer in the world of carbon emissions. How far would you go to force China to reduce those emissions and tackle the climate crisis? Well, you're not going to go to war with them. Shut up. Get him out of here. We've seen how well that works with tariffs that are hurting us. What you have to do is convince the Chinese that it is in their interest as well. Their people are going to die just as our people are going to die. And we work together. In all fairness, the Chinese have slowed down. It's India that is an even bigger problem. But it is an enormous problem. Nobody's doing anything about it. We could right here in America make a big difference. We're closing the coal-fired power plants. If we enforce some of the rules on fracking so that they don't release methane into the air and into the water, you'll make a big difference. But we're not going to get rid of fracking for a while. And we frack instantly not just natural gas. You frack oil as well. It is a technique. And when it's done poorly, like they're doing in too many places where the methane gets out into the air. It is very damaging. But it's a transition fuel. I think the transition. Right. We want to go to all renewables. We're transitioning into in, years from now. an and uninhabitable before, planet. But don't worry. Rich no got to get richer. Thinks the numbers for 2050 or 2050 anymore. The 2040, 2035. The world is coming apart faster than any scientific uh, study had predicted. Uh, just got to do right, something. Oh, him. He's still here. It's not 2050, it's not 2040, it's not 2030, it's 2020. Because if we don't elect a president who actually believes in climate science, now yeah, I think every single person up there believes in climate science. Rat face. So, first of all, let's make sure we're actually positioned to win. Which once again, and you're not the it. Two of the most polarizing oh, figures yeah. on keep this stage. Keep pounding on it. The only option is going to be a real well, struggle. Well, too bad. Now, I've got a plan you're going to have to lump it. Carbon neutral by 2050, and I think everybody up here has a plan that more or less does the same. So the real question is, how are we going to actually get it done? We need leadership to make this a national project that breaks down the partisan and political tug of war that prevents anything by peddling from Republican policies well, that all, please billionaires sure that those jobs are available quickly secondly ensuring that we are pulling in those very sectors who have been made to feel like they're part of the problem from farming 
to industry and fund as well as urge I them. I thought we to do were all thing. about and fuck then, their feelings. Global climate diplomacy. I'm, I'm a little skeptical of the idea that convincing is going to do the trick when it comes to working with China. America has repeatedly overestimated our ability to shape Chinese ambitions. But what we can Shut up. There's nobody. Uh, they all. I all. I hate them all. Except Bernie. Not well. He's been kicking ass tonight, so that's good. In this country, toxic waste dumps, polluting factories have been located in or near communities of color over and over and over. And the consequences are felt in the health of young African-American babies. It's felt in the health of seniors, people with compromised immune systems. It's also felt economically. Who wants to move into an area where the air smells bad or you can't drink the water? I have a commitment of a trillion dollars to repair the damage that this nation has permitted to inflict on communities of color for generations now. We have to own up to our responsibility. We cannot simply talk about climate change in big global terms. We need to talk about it in terms of rescuing the communities that have been damaged. Senator Warren, thank you. about something else that is important to people here. I want to ask you about Latinos owning one out of every four new small businesses in the United States. Many of them have benefited from President Trump's tax cuts, and they may be hesitant. Well, that's all that matters. Or regulations. Will taxes on make their the rich richer go up under your administration? No. Taxes on small business won't go up. Matter of fact, we're going to make sure there's more money available for small businesses in the Latino community and the black community to be able to Many get the have benefited. Businesses. The Many have not. There's going to be a window available where we can How much more do they want? Of money available so people can borrow the money to get started. They have demonstrated they're incredibly successful. We should not be raising taxes on them. We should start be rewarding work, not just wealth. That's why we have to change the tax code the way it is. That's why the wealthy start have to pass to start to pay their fair share. And that's why we have to focus on giving people the ability to garner wealth, generate wealth. And that's why this whole idea of redlining, lending to people in areas wasn't the cause of Wall Street uh-huh. failing. The greed of Wall Street was the reason why it occurred. Not and deregulation. And lastly, I want to say, look, the idea of China China is, in their Belt and Road proposal, they're taking the dirtiest coal in the world, mostly out of Mongolia, and spreading it around the world. It's clear. It made it clear when you called them to Washington in the first hundred days. If you continue, you will suffer severe consequences because the rest of the world will impose tariffs and on everything you're selling because you are undercutting the entire Thank economy. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. Mayor Buttigieg, will taxes on those businesses go uh, up under him you? again. Not if they are small businesses. I'm I mean, what we've got to do is level the playing field where a company like Amazon or Chevron is paying has a lot of zero on billions of dollars in profits. And it puts unsus- small businesses like the ones that are revitalizing my own city, often Latino-owned on our west side. Well, that's true. That's his whole thing. We need to recognize that investing Using in Latino words entrepreneurship and is not just an investment in the Latino community. It is an investment in the future of America. And, and, it is and the future is bright, and we're turning the page. The value of immigration is 
the shape of democracy. And our country. We're getting the exact opposite message from the current president. And it is time to recognize not just the diversity of the Latino community, but the importance of, of, the, of the Latino like community. We have an entrepreneurship gap in America, and that is a gap between white entrepreneurs and black and Latino entrepreneurs. And the principal reason for this is they don't have the money for equity to get the businesses started. It's about a $7 billion gap. We want to have real entrepreneurship and a level playing field. I have a plan to put the $7 billion in to have the fund managed by the people who are routinely cut out. It can't just be about taxes. We need to make an investment to level the playing field and end the black Look, I want to get at something. Mayor Bloomberg, the vice president talked about redlining. Oh, yeah, because that's all that matters, business. Treating America like a business. That stopping redlining is somehow contributed to the financial crisis. No, not what I said. I disavow all my former words. on the record against redlining since I was at work on Wall Street. I was against it during the financial crisis. I've been against it. Say it, right? That's what Trump taught us. You just keep, you just say whatever the fuck you want to say. Other people bought them. Those were that was where all the disaster was. Redlining is still a practice some places, and we've got to cut it out. What? But, You're, but he's the one that said it was true. But I was going to say, we maybe want to talk what? about business. We heard the I'm words the that came out of your mouth. Started a business. Is that fair? What? Okay. What we need is America is not a business, you bitch. City, we had programs. There are okay. programs for the young business people so they can learn He's how fucking, to start a business. This veneration we of the wealthy has got to stop. To get branch banking in their neighborhoods because if you don't have a branch bank there, you can't get a checking account. Can't get a checking account. You can't get a loan. You can't get a loan. You can't get a mortgage. Then you don't have any. And wealth. redlining. There's ways to fix this, and it doesn't take trillions of dollars. It takes us right. to focus on the problem. Shut the fuck up. If you were so such a great messenger, you wouldn't have to buy the campaign and buy the Democratic National Committee. Mr. Bloomberg, it manifests itself in a tax code in which not only is Amazon and many other major corporations, some owned by the wealthiest people in this country, not paying a nickel in taxes, we have the insane situation that billionaires today, if you can believe it, have an effective tax rate lower than the middle class. Here he comes. So Senator, maybe just the tax code. Why are you complaining? Who <laughs> wrote the code? You, you and your, did. You and you your campaign. You and your camp. Not me. <laughs> you and your campaign contributions. That's right. Electing people who represent the wealthy and the powerful. Yes. Those are the Democrats. Those you. are well, and Republicans too. Okay. And George W. Right. Bush as well. That's Senator right. Bush's tax cuts. I was thinking I that they made permanent. Rematch on Saturday yeah. in Vegas, yeah. and those guys should go down there. Senator Klobuchar. I actually want to get you to something about Senator Sanders tweeted last year, billionaires should not exist. Okay. Yeah. What say you? Um, I believe in capitalism. Fuck you. I think our, the goal of someone... Oh, yes, let's applaud. Because we're United fucking States dumb bastards. Be a check on that. 
I'm not going to limit what people make. Shut your fucking hole. Tax code is so tilted. What a dumb bitch. Regular people. That's it. Next. That you're fired. You're fired. Your you're fired. About small businesses. The small businesses I talk to. I'm not going to limit what people make so they it can balloon until they gobble here. up and government itself as they are doing. This is a patriotic imperative that, that we used to understand collectively as a nation. Until fucking Amy Klobuchar, this fake-ass fucking Democrat. That is Exhibit A, and I can tell you the hard-working people in Nevada were not in that room. So the key to me is to not limit what people can make, How dare you? but make sure that we have a government that is fair for everyone. So, Senator Sanders, what did you mean that you don't think they should exist? What, I mean. what did that mean? We have oh, a she, he's sowing fear, right? Oh, it, it, distribution of wealth. could put him in income. camps or something, Mike right? Bloomberg owns more wealth than the bottom 125 million Americans. That's wrong. That's immoral. That should not be the case. It's also dangerous to democracy. On the streets, where we have kids who cannot afford to go to college, when we have 45 million people dealing with student debt. We have enormous problems facing this country, and we cannot continue seeing a situation where in the last three years, billionaires in this country saw an $850 billion increase in their wealth. Congratulations, Mr. Bloomberg. But the average American last year saw less than a 1% increase in his or her income. That's wrong. Mayor Bloomberg, should you exist? Should you is. look at the way he's framing it? Very lucky, made a lot of money, and I'm giving it all away to make Oh well, thank you, my lord. Thank you. Thank you for the trickle, my lord. Has it been an obscene amount of? Should you have earned that much money? Yes, I worked very hard for it. Oh, you work harder. Nobody works harder than the poor. You fucking fuck. Sanders has a proposal that would require Excuse all my large language. companies to turn over up to 20% of their ownership to employees over time. Is that a good idea? I think that employee ownership of companies is a great idea. I'm not sure it makes sense to command those companies to do it. If we really want to deliver oh, no. less inequality Choice. in this country, then we got to start with the tax code. We've got to start with investments in how people are able to live the American dream, which is in serious, serious decline. Matter of fact, last time I checked the list of countries to live out the American dream, in other words, to be born at the bottom and come out at the top, we're not even in the top ten. Number one place to live out the American dream right now is Denmark. Yeah, hello. And as the, I think, and of course Bernie's laughing. Stage who's not a millionaire, let alone a billionaire. So what? That has that nothing to do with it. Changes for the voices. You are the funded by billionaires on Wall Street or in Washington to actually be brought to Capitol Hill. It's why I am building a politics designed around you're, inclusion, you're, oh, you're, designed around belonging, designed around your own ambitions. Perpetuate the income inequality we're living with right now is for Donald Trump to be reelected because we polarized this country with the wrong nominee. Now you're the one who's polarizing with your bullshit. Thank you. It is my policy, and I'm very proud of that policy. All right. What we need to do to deal with this grotesque level of income and wealth inequality is make sure that those people who are working, you know what, Mr. Bloomberg, wasn't you who made all that money. Maybe your workers played some role in that as well. Really? And it is important that those workers are able to share the benefits. Also, when we have so many people who go to work every day, 
and they feel not good about their jobs. They feel like cogs in a machine. I want workers to be able to sit on corporate boards as well so they can have some say over what happens to their lives. Mayor Bloomberg, you are a large company. Would you support what Senator Sanders is proposing? Absolutely not. I can't think of a ways that would make it easier for Donald Trump to get reelected than listening to this conversation. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Capitalism. Oh, you fucking scumbag. Oh, there's it's just those extremes, right? What do you think Social Security is? A minimum wage. But also from a majority of independents and a majority of Republicans. And that is a two-cent wealth tax on all fortunes above $50 million. You hit a billion, you got to pay a few pennies more. This is a tax on the top one-tenth of one percent in America. And it permits us to start to restructure our economy. It means we can afford universal child care for every baby in this country, age zero to five. When she says it babies, it, it annoys me. Pre-K I don't know why. Every, child in America. every baby. It means we can raise the wages of every child care worker and preschool teacher and stop exploiting the black and brown women who do this work. It means we can put $800 billion into our public schools, quadruple funding for Title I schools. And as a former special education teacher, we could fully fund IDEA so children with disabilities would get the full education they need. We can do college. We can put $50 billion into our historically black colleges and universities. And we could cancel student loan debt for 43 million Senator, Americans. Thank you. That's something a majority of Americans support, a two-cent wealth tax. It is a question of values. Do we want to invest in Mr. Bloomberg, or do we want right. to invest in an Senator, entire generation you. of young Senator Americans? Sanders, my next, the next question is for you. Uh, Senator Sanders, our latest NBC News Wall Street Journal poll released yesterday, two-thirds of all voters said they were uncomfortable with, with socialism. a socialist candidate for president. What do you say to those voters, sir? What was the result of that poll? Who was winning? <laughs> the question's, the question's to you. Well, the question was that I was winning, and I think by a fairly comfortable margin. Exactly. But here is the point. Let's talk about democratic socialism, not communism, Mr. Bloomberg. That's a cheap shot. Let's talk about democratic. Let's talk really? about what goes on in countries like Denmark, where Pete correctly pointed out they have a much higher quality of life in many respects than we do. What are we talking about? We are living in many ways in a socialist society. There you right go. Now. Say it. Is, as Dr. Martin Luther King reminded us, we have socialism for the very rich, rugged individualism for the poor. Wait a second. Wait a second. When Donald Trump gets $800 million in tax breaks and subsidies to build, to build luxury that's condominiums, right. that's socialism for the rich. When Walmart, we have to subsidize Walmart's workers who are on Medicaid and food stamps because the wealthiest family in America pays starvation wages. That's socialism for the rich. Yep. I believe in democratic socialism okay, for enough. working people, not billionaires. Health care for all, educational opportunity all right, Senator, for all. Senator, thank you. Mayor Bloomberg, like that works the for question was about socialism. What a wonderful country we have. The best known socialist in the country happens to be a millionaire with three houses. What did I miss here? 
Well, you'll miss that I work in Washington, House One. That's the first problem. Live in Burlington, House Two. That's good. And like thousands of other Vermonters, I do have a summer camp. Forgive me for that. But, but, Where is your home? But, which tax Which tax haven? New York, your really? New York City, thank you very much. Yeah, right, and I pay all home. my taxes. And I'm happy to do it because I get something for it. And let me you say, fucking son of a bitch. Get him out of right. here. I agree we should raise taxes on the... What happened? I, I disagree it. with the senator on the wealth tax, but I do agree with her that the rich aren't paying the Oh, my God. We should raise taxes on the rich. It's I did the that as mayor in New York arrogance City. Arrogance is taxes. beyond belief. take a look at my plans, the first thing I would do is try to convince Congress. Get him the fuck out of here. order it to roll back the tax cuts that the, that the uh, Obama. Uh, Trump administration. He almost said Obama. With the, uh, through Congress. All right, so, uh, Vice, President, Vice President Biden, weigh in on this question of, of, of Americans feeling about oh, socialist Jesus candidates. Christ. Well, look, let me weigh in on, you know, for 36 years and as Vice President, I was listed as the poorest man in Congress. I made money when I wrote a book about my son, and it surprised me how much it sold. First time I ever made any money. Well, Bernie and made money off a book, too. The fact is that we ought to start rewarding work. Not, not that it, it's wealth. not about who the idea that we has, has the money. Who's America funding Bernie's campaign? Percent is ridiculous. It should be at 28%. We are. That would raise almost $800 billion a year. The idea that we have companies not paying anything at all, they should have a minimum tax of 15%. That would raise another $740 billion a year. The idea that you're able to have a capital gains tax that you pay at the rate of 20% if you are in the... If if you're if you are Mike Bloomberg or whomever it has a whole lot of money and someone else is paying at a work your your staffer is paying at, at, at 25 percent is wrong that would raise another 800 billion dollars we should be rewarding work not just wealth and the American people the middle class is getting killed and the poor have no way up because you know in 2000 you, re you wrote an award-winning essay. You praised Senator Sanders. <laughs> you specifically praised him for embracing socialism. You have now since said that you are concerned about his policies. Because he's full of but shit, that's why. This. Are you out of touch with your own generation? Millennials, by a big chunk, embrace his version of democratic that's socialism. That's right. You do not. Are you out of touch with your generation? Yes. No, look. Yes, you I, are. It's true that uh, I was into Bernie before it was cool. <laughs> he was uh, Thank you, Congressman at the time. And the qualities I admired then are qualities I still respect a great deal. Uh, I never said that I agree with every part of his policy views, then or now, but I appreciate that it, at least he's straightforward and honest about him. He's honest about uh, the fact that taxes will go up on anybody making more than $29,000 oh to fund his health care plan. Although, again, a little bit vague about how the rest oh. of that so will the stress of dying without health care, cutting your medication in half? Where's the other? Where's the other twenty-five trillion dollars supposed oh to come God. from? At a certain point, you got to do the math. Well, we got it all up there on internet. It's a payroll tax. Yeah. A payroll tax. Well, no, but even after the payroll tax, you still have because we 
have a well text. Elizabeth has a good one. Ours is a little bit tougher on Mr. Bloomberg than hers. We're going to raise it in a progressive way, which deals with income and wealth inequality, and make certain, finally, that health care in this country is a human right, not a privilege. Could I, to call yourself a capitalist, yes, to separate yourself from him. Please. Yes, I am. I'm so sick of this capitalist jerk-off. Donald Trump, but they are worried. Oh, Capitol is so fragile. Constantly needs to be stroked. That doesn't address the fears. Meanwhile, here in reality, this country who see real problems and want real change, they are worried about gambling on a revolution that won't bring along a majority of this Bullshit. country. Amy and Joe's hearts are in the right place, but we can't be so eager to be liked by Mitch McConnell. That oh we forget Yep, there you go. Judge has been taking money from big donors and changing his positions. Yep. So That's it makes it unclear what it is he stands for other okay. than his Senator, own. Thank you. Senator Klobuchar, go ahead. You got it. Senator Klobuchar, Senator Klobuchar, go ahead. You got the floor for 45. Thank you. Go. Number one, I have repeatedly said that we have to win big. And the way we win big is winning states like Nevada, but also winning the Senate races in Arizona and in Colorado and beyond. And the reason we want to do that is to send Mitch McConnell packing. And I think when you look at my history, I am the one that has done that. I am the one that can lead this ticket. And just because I am willing to talk about common ground, that's where America is. It is not with Mitch McConnell, who has 400 bills on his desk that should pass if we get rid of him. It is because I am willing to work with people and find common ground. And that's what we want in a president, Elizabeth. We don't want someone that's just Senator, thank you. We need to take another break here. We'll return to the Paris Las Vegas in just a moment. God. What a nightmare. It's unreal listening to these fucking Republicans. If Pete Buttigieg really wants to help the Democratic Party, he wants to help us defeat Twitler, then he needs to run as the Republican he is. His divide-and-conquer strategy, talking about the revolution, uh, talking down about the policies we need to fix this shit. And I'm so sick of... The ca- of stroking capitalism. What do you? What? What a fragile system that constantly needs to be propped up and told how wonderful it is. Except it's not. That's why you have Americans there. In fact, I just saw it the other day. Where was it? Remote area medical. I was looking this up because I just wanted to see where is this remote area medical. That's, it's sort of like Doctors Without Borders, remote area medical. They're, funny enough, they're all having remote area medical weekends or days in the red states, Tennessee in particular. I noticed a lot of remote area medical uh, events in Tennessee. But what kind of a system creates, that? that's uh That's capitalism. That's capitalism right there. That's the kind of system that they're propping up and that they're stroking. You want to know capitalism? 
Look at cap the, what capitalism will do to you. It will spit you out, and the only thing that stands in the way of capitalism treat, treating you like a human being is government, is socialism, is democratic socialism, is we the people. When we get together and we say, I'm sorry, Bloomberg and your capitalist pals, you can't just treat human beings as mere hosts from which to suck profit and discard. You have to treat human beings like human beings. And you get to, oh, I'm sorry, Terry Jr., we get together as a society and say this is the kind of world we want to live in we're not gonna we don't want to live in a world where human beings are devalued to such a point where greed is nothing but the only only value the only patriotic value that the, the american people are supposed to rally around because that's what capitalism is it's and it's it's i'm so tired of these fucking so-called democrats talking about how how they love capitalism because the fact is you know who's a capitalist there's only real one this one capitalist on that stage and that's bloomberg somebody who invests his money and he gets sits, sits around getting a dividend check and if you trade your time in your life your limited lifespan for a paycheck you are not a capitalism. You uh, a capitalist. You are a worker. You're a laborer, and capitalism is nothing to you. It is a you are its commodity. You are a resource and a necessary evil. The, if they want, if they could do away with you, they will do away with you, and are doing away with you. So we have to decide as a society what uh, what's the point. Of not of, of a government, yes, and also an an economy. Is it just to make a few people like Bloomberg very rich, so they can so they can glom up all the wealth that our labor makes possible, that the fruits of our labor gets funneled to the top, so they can buy politicians and corrupt government, so it remains that way, and remains broken. So we have a bunch of parrots going around, I'm a capitalist, I'm a capitalist? No system needs so much stroking. Fucking ridiculous. That's Donald Trump. That's a capitalist. Oh, here we go. Shit. Helping Democrats running for Congress. He's also donated billions towards causes like climate change, gun safety, education. If his money wasn't a problem then, why is it a problem now? Oh, I think he should absolutely be doing everything in his power to defeat Donald Trump. I just don't think that has to result in him becoming the president of the United States. Look, our party has values. We were built. Yeah, our party, not you. Like, uh, making sure You're not our party. People, but running with Republican policies and Republican rich. talking uh, points doesn't mean you're, excellent presidents like you're a Democrat. Obama, who Mayor Bloomberg opposed. At the end of the day, it's not just about how much money you've got. It's what you stand for. And we are living at a moment when Americans are so deeply frustrated with the way that both Wall Street and Washington seem to have overlooked our lives. You know, the, the view from the porch of my one house in Indiana <laughs> is that they can't even see us sometimes. And if we're going into the election of our lives against a president who rose to power by cynically exploiting 
the frustration of ordinary Americans feeling like leaders weren't speaking to them, then I think that turning to someone like Mayor Bloomberg, who thinks he can buy this election, is no better a way to succeed than turning to somebody like Senator Sanders, who wants to burn the House down. Mr. Fuck Vice you. You know, if you excuse the point of personal privilege, used to say, it was said that I was in the pocket of Mitch McConnell. I'm the only person on oh, the stage. No. Here we Mitch go. McConnell. I was there. Let me finish. Let me finish. And Mitch McConnell, I've been the object of his affection and the president's affection. The way he's gone after me, this new Republican Party. After new me, after Republican? My son, after my Where have you been? I don't need to be told I'm a friend of Mitch McConnell's. Mitch McConnell has been the biggest pain in my neck in a long, long time. And so that's number one. Number two, we have to have somebody who understands what it's like for ordinary people. Ordinary people come up. They have to understand, like my dad made that longest walk up a short flight of stairs, say, I don't have a job, honey. We have to move. you got to move with Grandpa. How long it took to buy a house. How long it took to get back in the game again. They have to understand the needs of ordinary people. And they are getting killed, no matter what people say about this, this, this economy, how good it is. And the good part of the economy, this it's only 60 seconds, not up yet. And the fact is that we are in a situation where you have Mayor, the, the, excuse me, the president making clear that he doesn't want any part of me being his opponent. He's spending $125,000 this week to keep me from being an opponent. I wonder why. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. So, who cares? He also had a fake university. thought that would make him a lot of money. So, so, no, the point is different. Here's what happened. According to the New York Times, the last time that Mitch McConnell was on the ballot, the Vice President stood in the Oval Office and said, I hope Yes, he, exactly. So I can keep working with him. Well, Mitch That's did get totally Mitch did get real out of context. He did not have an epiphany. Instead, he blocked nearly everything that Barack Obama tried to pass. Did you ever and he stole a Supreme Court seat Come on. from Thank the you. Democrats, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Thank exactly. You, that was good. Thank you, Senator. Our next question goes to Senator Klobuchar. About 700,000 young people known as dreamers or soñadores who were brought to this country as children are currently protected from deportation because of a program that is now under the review by the Supreme Court. If the court sides with the Trump administration, which is eager to end this protection, what exactly is your plan to protect the dreamers permanently? To win, to beat Donald Trump. Oh, God. Uh, the best way to protect the dreamers is to have a new president. Uh, there are the votes there to protect the dreamers. And I have been working on this uh, since I got to the United States Senate. Uh, in my first campaign, I actually had a bunch of ads run against me because I was standing up for immigrants. And when I think of dreamers, and I try to explain it to my state, I found a 99-year-old Hispanic war veteran uh, who oh, was God. a dreamer. Here we go. He was brought over to this country. And back then, he just went to Canada for a night and came back, and he was a permanent citizen because they needed him to serve in World War II. And now, his name so was the dreamers are our Mr. Klobuchar. The dreamers are so important in Nevada. Uncle Klobuchar. can get this done is to beat Donald Trump, but it is to pass comprehensive immigration reform, which Thank creates a path and to I... citizenship. 
can do that by working with Republican policies. $158 billion and will bring peace for these dreamers. Thank you so much. No other country but our own. Thank you. If you're going to run based on your record of voting in Washington, then you have to own those votes, especially when it comes to immigration. You voted to confirm the head of Customs and Border Protection under Trump, who was one of the architects of the family separation policy. You voted to make English the national language. There you go. Do you know the message that sends in as multilingual a state as Nevada to immigrants? You have been unusual among Democrats. I think the Democrat among all of the senators running for president, most likely to vote for Donald Trump's judges, who we know are especially oh hostile to dreamers and to the rights of immigrants. Well, you know, you got to be uh, always easy to stand up a, in a, a Republican like Democrat to win Republicans. Right? We created a municipal ID program so that dreamers and others who were undocumented were able to navigate everyday life. We stood up for those rights and stood with members of our community with the message that they were as American as we are. Oh, shut the fuck up. Where's my cat? I wish everyone was as perfect as you, Pete. Really? Tell you what it's like to be in the arena. <laughs> Number one, do that was the a math. Good one. If my friend Andrew Yang was up here, that's what he'd say. In fact, I have opposed uh, and not supported two-thirds of the Trump judges, so get your numbers right. And I am in the top 10 to 15 of opposing them. Number two, when it becomes comes to immigration reform, the things that you are referring to, that official that you are referring to, was supported by about half the Democrats, including uh, someone in this room. And I will say this. He was highly recommended by the Obama officials. You know why? Because Trump had so few career people. I did not one bit agree with these draconian policies yeah, to separate kids from their parents. And in my first 100 days, I would immediately change that. And I would add one more thing. I, have I think been there's a Trump Banzee on the Kennedy. chat. He had made a pretty big allegation against me again, and I think I should have a right to respond. I'm stating he the had because these are votes that you said, and Kennedy those votes set you alone among the Democrats running for president. No other de is it true or is it false that no other Democrat First of all, from the Senate is, running for president voted about the judges that. are false. You are comparing me to two colleagues up here on this stage, and you are forgetting well, I would one say thing. anybody who ran oh. for president this cycle, Senator no, Harris, Senator Booker, saw through let me finish since I've been in the arena. Ted Kennedy asked me to work on the first immigration bill. We were able with President Bush to at least get that bill to a vote. I'm sorry, but Senator Sanders actually opposed that bill, and I worked on it. And if we had gotten that bill done, there would have been a path to citizenship for so many people. Then I worked on the 2013 bill. I'm actually so right. proud of the work I've done on immigration Just reform. Just fucking hit him with the stapler. You have not been in the arena doing that work. In the arena, in the arena. A bunch of talking points and a bunch of things. But yeah, I can tell you it's true. What the people of this country want, they want a leader that has the heart for the immigrants of this Who's country. Who's this dumb bitch on the chat? You know, Terry Pierce. Trump 2020. facing ruin doesn't sound like the arena to you. I'm used to senators telling mayors that senators are Who's more important than Who's that stupid to come onto this, this chat the and post too. Trump 2020? You don't have 2020. to be in Washington to matter. You don't have to be on Capitol Hill for your I mean, really, it's sort of like somebody who just said, I, I just shit my pants. That's when somebody says Trump 2020. I'm like, oh, okay. And now I know who you are. A moron.
a dupe, the Democratic National Convention that the, a fucking okay. willing victim of happens, a con man, I want all of your opinions on this. a racist, with the most delegates at the end of this an ignoramus, a Trump University graduate. Even if they are short of a majority, up, Chuck Senator Sanders, I'm going to let you go last year because I know your view on this. <laughs> what? So instead, I will start with you, Mayor Bloomberg. You're cute. Whatever the rules of the Democratic Party are, they should be followed. And if they have a process, which I believe okay. they do, I'm trying to do so this that yesterday. everybody else, fast. everybody can do, can. So you can, want the convention to work its will? Yes. Senator Warren. But a convention working its will means that people have the delegates that are pledged to them, and they keep those delegates until so the you come person? to the convention. Of course. Okay. People. All righty. Vice President Biden. Play by the rules. Yes or no? Leading person Play by the, the rules. The See how wiggly that is? Mayor Buttigieg? The process. Not necessarily. Not, to lose not necessarily. Senator Sanders. Well, the process includes 500 superdelegates on the second ballot. So I think uh -huh. we the people should okay. prevail, yes. Uh, thank you, guys. Most votes should be That's out. right. Yes. We are not done yet. We're back with more from Las Vegas after a short break. How's everybody doing? Let me check in. I saw somebody posted Trump 2020 on the chat. Is that person still in this chat? I hope not. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Terry. Trump 2020, it's like somebody, we're having a conversation and then somebody jumps in and it's like, I'm a moron over here. You know what I mean? How can anybody be that stupid to vote for a con man who just tells you what you want to hear? And what do you want to hear? You like babies in cages? You like race being a racist you like nazis marching in the street you like being the international laughing stock of the of the fucking world you like other leaders all over the globe mocking this orange buffoon who can't spell a tax dodging tax a draft dodging tax cheating con man with a fake university a vitamin scam a failed businesses as far as uh, as his entire useless life who made money who, who by he played a successful businessman on reality television whose daddy was a real estate mogul gave him an, a nice trust fund of 250 million dollars that he lied and said was a million loan which is a bullshit story. His entire story is bullshit. You like that the the commander in chief is a is a draft dodging tax cheating con man. You know because when you don't pay your taxes, that's the price of admission to a civilized society. So when you don't pay your taxes, that means that soldiers don't have their they don't have uh, have safety gear. That means that the roads aren't paved and that uh, and our communities uh, that we ride these billionaire fuckers on our backs but you're okay with that because you like a traitor who it just came out in the english courts today during the julian assange where he went to court and in the courts of england they i don't know i, I just read the story briefly so he, they said it came out that, uh, well, Julian Assange asserted under oath that Trump 
said that he would give him a pardon if Julian Assange said that Russia had nothing to do with hacking the, the Democratic National Committee emails because he's covering the ass of Russia. Do you know why? Because he couldn't get a legitimate bank loan in the United States because he sucks at business. He's a horrible businessman. And he bankrupted Daddy's trust fund over six times. And Daddy, when Daddy was alive, bailed him out because he doesn't know how to fucking make a deal. He had to pay full fare on all of his tacky hotels. And the accountant at his tacky hotel told him if he went the, during the, with the Taj Mahal, you know, the eighth wonder of the world, that when we will be, when we open up this tacky hotel, it'll be bankrupt in a month because of your shitty business skills. And Trump sued the guy, and it went to court, and the guy won because the guy was telling the truth. You see what I mean? You, and you're a dumb bitch to believe this con man, this disco-prowling c- clown, this orange buffoon who is a traitor, who wouldn't, serve a- who wouldn't fucking serve a day in his life for anybody else but himself, especially you, Terry Pierce, he laughs at you more than we do. I, I laugh at you. I don't, I don't laugh at you. I pity you. You're a moron. You're stupid, really. That's really it. Oh, shit. Here we go. With her. Yes, a fired up Democratic base, but also independent and moderate Republican. Personality achievement. What the fuck has he achieved, you dumb bitch? He's a fucking bankrupt, tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man. Have you been paying attention? A fake university and a vitamin scam. His, his rat-bastard, wasted you, human DNA fucking children just had to go court-ordered to a seminar how not to rob a charity, you stupid troll. You should be ashamed of yourself. You hate this country. You have the, you are incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. It's clear. You like a big asshole to say, oh, I'm going to shake things up. Meanwhile, all he's doing is funneling money into his own pockets and the pockets of his pals, you stupid bitch. His economy sucks. It's, he's, on a, he's riding Obama's economy, the 12-year upward trajectory. So I don't want to, uh, what achievement? Yeah, I would, let's vote on his achievement, which means you better wake the fuck up and stop being a dumb dupe of a con man because that's a pathetic way to go through life. That we fucking it's not just traitor. The the United they should have experience. They should have credentials. They should understand what they're doing and the implications thereof. And then we should, as a society, try to hold them accountable so the next time they go before the voters, if they haven't done the job, we shouldn't just say, oh, nice person, gives a good speech. We should say, didn't do the job, and you're out of here. Mr. Mayor, thank you. Mayor Buttigieg, one minute. Nevada, I'm asking for your vote because America is running out of time, and this is our really? only chance. He's achieved being a, being if able to tickle racist funny bones and get a lot of dumb bastards. You don't see where you fit in that picture. 
like a fucking carnival barker to buy his bullshit. Because we need to draw everybody that we can who believes that we need to empower workers, who believes in climate science, who believes in doing something about gun violence and recognizes that the only way we can do this is to create a sense of belonging in this country that moves us Give me out a break. of toxic and He's the one who's creating the I already see an American division ready to do these really? things. Now we have a responsibility to galvanize. Yeah, you see them at Bernie rallies. That majority. Not we your rally, not in the wine cave. They don't we don't fit in the wine Washington cave. Playbook. We There's too many of us. To alienate half the country. We We're not nobody's alienating them but you. And in order to govern a country oh, thank God, these are the closing issues, statements. The likes of which we'd barely thought of just a few years ago. Go away, sociopath. Go so pretend somebody, some together. black businesswoman, small business owner, endorsed you. I grew up fighting. I grew up out in Oklahoma, and I learned it probably from my mother. I watched when my daddy had a heart attack and didn't have any money coming in, when our car was lost and when we were on the edge of losing our home. I watched my mother fight to save our family. And I grew up fighting to save our family, my family. I eventually made it through school and spent my life as a teacher. Go run as a Republican that you are. So many families across this country are struggling and why it gets worse year after year after year. I, for years, have fought for unions to say the way we're going to restructure this economy is we're going to get make it easier to join a union and get more power into unions to fight for students who have been cut out of opportunity over and over because of the rising cost of an education. Look, for me, I am, of all the people on this stage, I've been a politician the shortest time, but I've been the one out fighting for families the longest time. I promise you this, give me a chance, I'll go to the White House, and I'll fight for your family. Thank you, Senator. Vice President Biden. I'm, I'm running because so many people. What? What are they saying? I wish I could understand. Please give us a moment. We'll uh, clear the room and let the. Uh, let... I'm trying to figure out what they're saying. Look, I'm running because so many people are being left behind. People yeah, you had a part in leaving them behind. Had to move. We moved to Claymont. We found ourselves in a position where we had little ability to get anything done. Yes, and my dad worked like hell. I learned a lot. I've been knocked down a whole hell of a lot. I know what it's like to be knocked down. But I know we have to get back up. We have to provide some safety and security for the American people. Right here in Nevada, the site of the most significant mass murder in American history, guns. Our kids are getting sent to school, having to hide under desks, learn how to run down corridors to avoid being shot. It's immoral. I'm the only one that's being the NRA nationally, and I beat them cute. twice. With regard to health care, it to the also cat. is something that is right. On the podcast. I'm not saying he's expanded. cute. Biden. It can be, in fact, cover everybody. And lastly, I think it's important that on day one, day one, we deal with sending an immigration bill to the desk. The only person in here has the worst record on immigration is Bernie, because Bernie voted against the 2007 bill. Nice try, buddy. It ain't going to work. It's not going to work. 
now American citizens. All right. Senator I'm the only one who, uh, where was it? Fortunately, RULAC, among other groups, Latino groups, saw that bill having provisions akin to slavery, yes, Joe. But the yes, bottom line yes. is all of us are united in defeating the most dangerous president in the modern history of this country. That we agree on. But where we don't agree, I think, is why we are today the only major country on earth not to guarantee health care to all people. Mm -hmm. Why three people own more wealth than the bottom half of America when 500,000 people sleep out on the street. Why hundreds of thousands of bright young kids can't afford to go to college and 45 million remain in student debt. Bottom line here, Oops, sorry. real change never takes screen. place from the top on down. Never That's takes right. place from an oligarchy controlled by billionaires. We need to mobilize millions of people to stand up for justice. That's our campaign. Join us at BernieSanders.com. Yes. You. Senator, thank you. Folks, uh, thank you. Uh, that concludes tonight's Ooh, debate. Thank God. Thanks to my fellow moderators, to the candidates, and of course to all of you, the audience, here and at home. The Nevada caucuses See are See you in hell. ...with the South Carolina primary just one week later. Then the big prize, Super Tuesday on March 3rd. We'll be following it all for you. For Ooh. now, for all of us at NBC News, I'm Lester Holt. Good day. Good day. So begins our right. coverage, oh, Brian Williams, right, here right, with right. you in New York. Uh, Relax, two ways, buddy. Of course, of looking at what just transpired on that Oh, God, I have to, well, I'm Vegas, trying to get out of this damn Six page. people fighting for themselves. All right, let's get out of here. Boom, boom. I can't lower it. Damn it. Okay, hold on. We don't need to see that. I still hear it in my headphones. That's why I'm trying to mute it. There we go. <sighs> what the hell? What did I just see? I'm so aggravated. My heart is pounding a million miles a minute. I'm, um, my blood pressure is through the roof. And it's mainly because I just watched a whole bunch of fake Democrats, a couple of real Democrats. It was, uh, um, it was good seeing them attack Bloomberg, as they should. But they're dividing the country. They are. We have a broken system. That's how a Twitler gets in there. That's how a dumb bitch like whatever this fucking lady's name is falls. Terry Pierce, how Terry Pierce falls for a con man. How she begs a con man for a trickle. How a, how a dumb orange buffoon can get in there because they understand that, that this system is broken. It is broken by money. And into that fissure of disunity steps the f steps a fascist. That's how fascism takes hold, and fascism requires a lot of a, a lot of support. You know, then they wouldn't get support if there were if the if we had a functioning working class that that works for all. Of course, Twitter is a racist. He exploits racism. All autocrats exploit division. That's why you will never hear a Twitler or a fascist demand, or a Republican, demand their, or challenge, not even demand, challenge their supporters to confront their bigotries. And in order, you know what I mean? And uh, look at themselves, because we're in this together. That's the message that we need to promote. That should be the message of the Democratic Party. 
but as we see, the, the system is broken by money. And when you have a whole, when you have generations of Americans left behind, when right now we just got new statistics, apparently less than, the, the middle class is less than 50% of the country, the more, I don't know what I'm trying to say. The, uh, there are more people not in the middle class than there are people in the middle class. What is a middle class? When they, what's, uh, we don't have a middle class. They have redefined the middle class as the, the poor. The working poor are now the middle class. People living paycheck to paycheck. People who are one missed paycheck away from, the, from having to go to the food bank. When Twitler shut down the government for the second or third time, I can't remember now, but remember how, oh, all these people were uh, worrying about paying their mortgage and whether they could feed themselves or continue their medical treatment or whatever the fuck it was. And right there, we saw just how fractured this country is. You're, it's not... Um, the, the system is not functioning when you have the majority of the American people living paycheck to paycheck. And it's not about who has money either. The, of course, I do not believe there should be billionaires. There is no need for billionaires. And we used to understand that as a country, that malefactors of great wealth, as Teddy Roosevelt called them, that they were dangerous to democracy. That they, that's why he believed in progressive taxation and busting the trusts and breaking up monopolies. So they, a, one entity a, or a handful of, of people couldn't, main, um, couldn't accumulate more power than the government itself because that is the point of government. And that's why Republicans have to denigrate government like crooks denigrate cops they have to get the American people to hate government. But when they say that they hate government, what they're really saying is that they hate democracy. So we need to have a functioning democracy, and you only get that through regulation. So all of these Trump and Zs, even this dumb bitch who had to pop in the, our chat room and say, Trump 2020, that's all they say. Like, uh, as if that's the most scintillating comment that ever came out of their mouth, Trump 2020, if because that's all they could say, because they don't have any original thoughts. These are victims. They are victims of Fox News, of the millionaire, of the billionaires who own the stations, telling the millionaires who, who sit in the newsrooms to tell the dumb bitches to vote against their own better interests, to vote against democracy. To keep this government, uh, you know, to make a, to pretend that oligarchy is democracy, that it's normal to have the rich having all the, uh, having all the gains of wealth in the past, how many, 30 years, 30, over, a little over 30 years ago, the United States was the most upwardly mobile country with the slightest income gap. Now it is the least with the greatest income gap. That's not democracy. That is not normal. So, 
and Democrats are also to blame. I'm sorry. It is the truth. This is why, yes, of course we need a revolution. We need a we need new policies, and that's what Bernie is talking about. So, of course, somebody like Pete Buttigieg, who's, who goes into a wine cave, he called the uh, all of Bernie's supporters, the individual, the seven, over how many, I think it's seven million or more, individual donations to Bernie's campaign. He called that pocket change. We can't win this election. We can't beat Trump on pocket change. This 37-year-old sociopath who uh, he feels our pain, I suppose, while he's leaving millions behind. This is how we ha- this is why we have a a divided country. He's the one dividing. Anyway, whatever. I'm all over the place. But I'm the point is, we need a revolution. We need a government to finally work for the working class. And to have a, a, a campaign that says, we are going to fight for our fellow Americans. We, will, we won't leave anybody behind, including, this is the irony, because it is a testament to progressive values that even the annoying people, like our friend who has nothing interesting to say and is a dupe of a con man, it's like it reminds me of somebody who goes to Coney Island and they get taken by the shell game. You know what I mean? We all we all know it's a scam, but they they're like, oh, this time it's different now. They are, I I I I don't get it half the time, but I understand. I understand that it is. They understand that the government is working for the rich. But Twitler, this is why Twitler has to come out and, and talk about the forgotten people. But it is a ruse. Just like he said Trump University was going to make you a successful businessman like him. He's not a successful businessman. He's a, he was a con artist. He is a con artist. He's, he's not a genius. All he did was tickle racist funny bones. He exploited the fissures of disunity to get into this um, into the government. He 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 saw the um, you know the the fissures of disunity and that and because he has he's completely immoral and self-serving. He doesn't give a shit. He'll fucking burn this country to the ground if he could be king of the ashes. That's the truth. It's you know to paraphrase Game of Thrones. It's the truth, but um, yeah, this is why we have to get somebody, not just another run-of-the-mill Democrat who wants to play footsie with billionaires in a wine cave, and wants to suckle capitalism like it's a fragile fucking Fabergé egg. Oh, it's so fragile capitalism, but it's so amazing too. No, it's capitalism is different from entrepreneurship. That's not capitalism. And you're not a capitalist if you go to work, you work a 40-hour goddamn 40-hour work week and you get paid for your 40 hours of work. That's yeah, that doesn't make you a capitalist. That makes you a laborer. And that's why you need government, we the people to say this is the rules. We are setting the rules of the game. You can only take home a, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, you have to share the wealth. 
the CEO doesn't get to run away with the bank and the workers have to beg for a trickle. You have to, you know, have certain um, parameters. And if you can't meet those parameters in business, then you have no business having a business. Because what is the point? What's the point of an economy? What is the point of a government? Is it just to make the rich richer? No. It's so we can all live and have share this short period of time that we're on this planet together that we can all have a decent life. It's not just so bil- billionaires like Bloomberg get to funnel all the money into his own pocket so he can play, play with our government like he's a goddamn puppet master. Give me a break. That's not, uh, that's not um, America, and it's not, um, it's, not, it's not democracy. It's certainly um, an oligarchy. Of course it is. That is the definition of oligarchy. Buying your way into a goddamn campaign onto the, onto the debate stage because you're seeding your money all over the, the country all of the Democratic parties and Republicans and Democrats, including Twitler. I don't know why anybody didn't bring that up. But anyway, and there you go. So when, I don't know, whatever. I just can't deal with these Trump Trumpanzies. They're so stupid. I have no patience for them. Oh, they're decent people. Really? How, how are you decent if you... You don't give a shit that, first of all, just, we're just a, such a laughing stock. You're on to, uh, but what about the crimes against people who are seeking asylum in our country? Oh, no, I'm scared. So you have to rip a baby from its parents? Uh, on and on. The, it's, don't worry, history will revile you even more than I do. And normal people do. You got to be abnormal, not to know. But maybe you're just you're just in a bubble. You live with a bunch of Trumpanzies. You watch Fox News. You listen to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, you know, and you hear him. You think that oh look, uh, Trump. I want to meet him for a beer. He's a self-made man. Who you're just a dumb bitch if if that's what you think. Listening to Rush Limbaugh, a disgusting propagandist who says things like... Some people are just born to be slaves. That's a nice thing, right? Nice Medal of Freedom recipient. Some people are just born to be slaves. Wonderful human being. Well, for the, for, uh, the most part, I believe that government should bring out the better in people, that we should have decent human beings in positions of power, and we kind of weed out the sociopaths by doing one thing, and, you, and that one thing is getting money out of politics. So the reason that Twitler and all the Republicans and the uh, billionaires who, who own the politicians, they, they fund government because government sets the rules. And they like when the game is rigged. They're, that's how good at business they are. They can't seem to make a buck unless the game is rigged in their favor. But it's rigged against you. You, you dumb bitch. I, can, uh, I, I live in New York my whole life. We know Trump. 
we know he's a clown. He's always been a clown. He couldn't even win his own his own little community where he supposedly lived. That's why he had to get his orange ass out of New York and move to Flo- and make his residence Florida, but that's also because you cannot be you when you declare bankruptcy, you can't I think as far as taxes or whatever, you you can't lose your home. Or, there's all these loopholes in Florida. That's why all the snakes run there. All the scumbags, all the tax cheating, draft dodging scumbags run there. But um yeah, so Trump his disgusting human uh, so-called human children they what does what do they do for society uh, they get their granddaddy made their pappy um a rich trust fund brat who bankrupted his trust fund six times okay and the best that they can do is say i'm going to make a sweatshop in china or i'm going to go around and kill beautiful animals this for fun that's really recreational activities for sociopaths but that that crew of miscreants and con men and blood-soaked tax cheaters racists and and uh you know who play who tickle uh the saudi king the prince whatever the fuck his name is mohammed bin bonesaw that's who that's who you're saying. Trump 2020, Mohammed bin Bonesaw 2020, luring journalists into embassies and dismembering them alive 2020. But that's how, how he made his money. How well these those those wastes of human DNA had to go and be schooled. They needed a seminar how not to steal from a charity. Cuz that's what why would you have a charity unless you can steal from it? There's no reason to have a charity. What, stealing, that's, that's business. That's just business. This is a bunch of fucking criminals. But this is how Twitler made his money. He's not a good businessman. He sucks at business. He played a successful businessman on reality TV. But it is well documented that he and his wastes of life siblings they created a a um an llc a company they of course it was just the just the three um wastes wasted you know life siblings the trump siblings not not ivanka you know like twitler his brother and his bitch of a sister who who resigned as a judge after ethics violations were charged against her for being a um, for for this very scam, so they she um, when she resigned she immediately stopped the ethics um, investigation by resigning anyway because what was happening was they were coming for her. The, it's all in the in New York courts. That's why Twitler is threatening New York. Oh, stop the lawsuits because it, it's all coming out in the wash. Anyway, the, what's coming out, and we know this already, that Twitler and his horrible siblings made a fake company to siphon money out of Daddy's company, whose Daddy was uh, actually making money in real estate in New York. But they didn't want to pay their taxes. They don't want to pay for those soldiers that you supposedly you know, support. Support the troops, except them. They don't support them. 
They don't want to support any, uh, you know, the police, the fire department, they, all of the services that they ride around like the kings of Sheba, the kings and queens that we pay for and that they're sucking on like bloated ticks. But um, anyway, so they, in order to siphon money out of daddy's trust fund tax-free, they created this fake, this fake um, LLC, a company, and they charged daddy with fake invoices, inflated for inflated things, whatever, you know, new boiler, new dishwasher, new um, paint jobs all over the, the rat holes that they lorded over. And, um, but all of it was fake and it was all inflated. And then, so they would take money out of daddy's trust, out of daddy's money without having to pay taxes. And then they use those fake inflated invoices to go to New York, the state and the federal government to say, this is why we need to raise rent on our fixed income tenants. So your grandmammy and your grandpappy who worked their whole lives like suckers and said, I'm a capitalist, I'm a capitalist, while they were trading their time for a paycheck and that they were products of the New Deal before Reaganomics completely destroyed it. So they, they were able to retire, but they could only retire on their fixed income. And because we, the, in certain places... We are not complete barbarians, not like in Tennessee, where they have to have remote area medical come in and, and because people are dropping dead because they're voting Republican. And um, anyway, so they got to get their one snaggle tooth pulled or something, you know what I mean? Because they, have, they haven't seen a dentist since Zygote. And, um, you know, they, they're not, uh, but they're capitalists, you know? So what are you going to do? And anyway, so they justified raising rents on your grandpappy and your grandmammy. So that's who they are. That's your great power to the people. You would think that somebody who was so concerned about the forgotten man and woman, there would be at least one episode or one incidence of altruism throughout their entire useless 73-year-old useless years on the planet. So, I don't know. (sighs) Trump 2020. But that's a sucker for you. And there's millions of them in the country, and they're, and yeah, they really, they really are incredibly misguided, and what are you going to do? We have to continue to evolve without them. I'm not here to fucking transform them or talk to them or find out what makes them tick. Obviously, they're nothing but bores. That's the other thing. They have nothing to offer. They come in here and they they yell, Trump 2020, a successful, what did she say? We want, uh, obviously, you guys don't like somebody who's achieved anything. What are you talking about? If somebody, if, if he actually achieved anything, what did he achieve? He's got a bunch of suckers to vote for him. A bunch of racists. He's, you know, what's so special about that? We've seen this movie before. It never ends well for the fascists or the followers. 
For real. The history will revile these dumb assholes. And they have to believe, I guess, that, oh, look, he's such a great businessman. And, oh, look, the economy's great. And I really wish that the corporate media, including the liberal fucking so-called liberal media, would stop harping this bullshit great economy. It's not a great economy when one-third of the American people can't retire. It's not a great economy when the American people, 50%, are living paycheck to paycheck. That's not a great economy unless you're a serf. That's what it is. People, they think it's a great economy because they have been, they've grown accustomed to their, to their serfdom, to the, being a pleb. And they think that Donald Trump is really concerned about them? Are you serious? Look at, know them by their fruits. That's all you got to say. But they don't even take their own advice. Holy shit. The stupidity all over the place. The stupidity, the division from the Democrats and the dumb bitch on the chat. My God. Really? This is what we're up against. And that's why, you know, these Democrats, they will, they're going to fight tooth and nail to prevent Bernie from getting the nomination, even though he's going to win. And that will destroy the Democratic Party and, tw- and guarantee Twitler's second term. Because we have, we have these ambitious little rat fink wine cave sociopaths sowing division, talking about you know, de- denigrating the, th- the things that we actually need to do. Like, we do need to fix this democracy. They are, no, Pete Buttigieg knows, just like we know, that the wants and needs of working people have no impact on government policy. He knows that, but he doesn't seem to care. He's, uh, he's exploiting it. For his own personal gain. Because he's can't, he can't build a movement. He can't get as many followers as Bernie to support his campaign. He's got to go to the billionaires. He's got to denigrate us, calling us uh, spare change or whatever the hell he says. Pocket change. That's how he put it. It's pocket change. Yeah, because you got to go to the source. The source of all of the of the corruption. You got to go right to the well. He wants to drink from the well. And you think they're really talking about us in the wine cave? They're talking about keeping the game going, keeping the rigged system intact. Oh yeah, sure. They'll throw a couple of subsidies here and there, but don't worry. They're not losing any sleep over you and me. And into, this is what I say, into that that those broken promises, once again, will step the next fascist. And that time will be the end. There will not be, that'll be somebody who can control themselves, and they will dismantle this thing once and for all. Yeah, that is guaranteed. So we are fighting for the future of this country. We're fighting for democracy itself. And we're fighting for our fellow Americans. And people to judge. He can't hold a candle to that. And they need to all step out of the way and let us get it done. All right. What else is happening? You guys, 
It is time. I got to get out of here. I can't take it anymore. I hope we enjoyed hanging out. I enjoyed hanging out with you all. With the ch except for that other bitch. <laughs> except for Patty. What's her name? Is that her name? Everyone except Patty. I hope to see you back here in uh, a couple of days. Let's see. What's her name? Maybe she was deleted, hopefully. Anybody that has to... It's like, what is wrong with that person? You know what I mean? Trump 2020! You want to as well just say, kick me. Put a kick me sign on your back. Stupid. Say, yeah, I love living in an uninhabitable planet. I'm sure she thinks she's a nice person, too, but she's not. Think about, like, you... She has all the same information we have access to. She chooses not to take advantage of it. Instead of going onto the Internet, the window onto the world, and engaging with other human beings, she's got to go in and say, Trump 2020, whatever that... Like, what are you saying? Just say, I'm a... Say, stu I'm stupid, hello. I'm a con man. I'm a... I'm a victim of a con man. I like to be abused. I like oligarchy. I like treason. I like a traitor. I like somebody who sells us out to an anti-democratic foreign dictator. I like that shit. I like somebody who covers the ass of a, of, uh, of a king who lords over a literal fucking handmaid's tale and lures a journalist into an embassy and dismembers him alive. That's, I love that. But I love America. Sorry, bitch. You can't, that's cognitive dissonance. You cannot say you love America and love uh, the murder of a journalist. Because what do you think this thing is? You can't say you love America and vote for the people who are raping her mercilessly. You think you love America? What do you love about America? You hate the people in it. You hate the diversity. You hate the nation of immigrants. That's what we are. You hate yourself. So you voted for a racist, even though this is a country of 320 million diverse people who were not born here. Yeah, we might have been born here. My grandparents weren't. Uh, let's look in your family tree, Patty. Or whatever the hell your name is. I'm sure you're not one, two generations away from coming off the boat somewhere. Unless you're a Native American, which I doubt, because you're dumb. You're too dumb. I'm sure you're a dumb white bitch. Who watches Fox News and and hangs out with with a with a bunch of assholes who think that they are who think that they are patriots, but you're not. You are not. You're not a patriot. You are a dupe. You hate America because you hate everybody in America and you give power to people who are destroying America. What do you think? It means when you vote for a party that shoves um, flunkies, people, unqualified judges, onto lifetime positions on the bench, including 
the um, the you know Mitch McConnell stopping Barack Obama from putting a a judge a justice Justice Gorsuch onto the bench, even though the people in our democratic government voted popularly twice for Obama to fulfill his constitutional duty in two landslide elections and one 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 spy who one bitch whose whose fucking wife is a chinese spy said no you're not going to do it somebody who represents us the amount of people that are like a, a uh, live in Astoria that live that that I took the goddamn train with today. So that you think that that so, says I'm a patriot because you have a because you vote for a party that stops the democratic process, and then they get in there, they get power, and they funnel more money into the arms of their pals, and they rape the environment. You know, blow the fucking tops off of America, the beautiful, the of the Purple Mountains, Majesty. Rape and frack the fruited plains. Honey, you're not a patriot. You hate this country. You hate everybody in it. You hate the beautiful Purple Mountains, Majesty. You hate the rule of law. You hate the democratic process. You're too lazy and stupid. To win a coalition, so you vote for a bunch of fucking authoritarians because you're like you want a big daddy to save you from the scary complex world of others who don't know their place and brown people, right? Because they're scary. But guess what? That's America. We're diverse. We're a nation of immigrants. So either you're you're with the program. Or you try to get with the program, or you're, or you're, uh, you're somebody who hates America. I don't care how many made in China American flag lapel pins you wear, how many stupid American flag shirts you squeeze yourself into, it doesn't matter. You're dumb. Know them by their fruits, man. That's how it is. But what does it mean to be a patriot? You cannot call yourself a patriot and, and be okay with leaving people behind and be fine with that. And if it was Trump 2020, fine. Win. Win the election. Win the most votes. But that's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. You don't usurp the democratic process. You don't kick people off the voting rolls. You don't... And then when you get power, you just, well, and even before, you just cultivate all the fissures of disunity. That's fascism. But anyway, oh, what's, what are we going to do? Get them out of here. That's what. All right. I got to go to bed. I can't handle it. I need to, I need to stop. What's that, what's that lady's name? Terry, right? Was it? Doesn't matter. She's gone. I don't see her in the... Oh, here it is. Yeah. Her name is Terry Pierce. Okay, whatever. Good good night, Terry. Keep being a moron. Oh, I mean, I hope you don't be a moron. Don't. It's a very sad way to go through life, being the eager dupe of a con man who hates America. You know what I mean? 
That is a sad, sad way to spend your limited lifespan. Because I know who you are, really. You want all the benefits of society. You just don't like brown people. And that's why you have to... You think you're talking... You, like Trump gives a shit about you? Look at this cat. He made my arm red. By... I have to cut his nails. He's He hurts. He's hurting me. He's got sharp nails. Oh, my God. Guys, what a day. And that Pete Buttigieg is talking on MSNBC, and I'm sick of him. Same shit. I'm sure he focus-tested that whole... You, uh, if you're not for the status quo, you're, or you're not for a revolution, you're for the status quo. Oh. When will it end? It's going to be fun. If they do it again to Bernie, it, the, that's going to be the end of the Democratic Party. There's no doubt. But they're holding on, just like the Trump Trumpanzees are holding on to some feigned or whatever, some view of themselves, that they're the top of the food chain. That, um, you know, the DNC is holding on to their scam, too. Their, you know, super delegates and their access and their fancy hotels and, you know, the game that doesn't seem to ever work for us. I'm telling you, if you're getting, if if the government that it should be the sign of success that the United States is the most upwardly mobile, that the American people can retire after a lifetime of work, that you don't have to have three uniquely American low-paying jobs. Oh, today on Morning Joe, I swear to God, I was gonna have a conniption. Of course, it was a Bernie bash, and then Joe Scarborough was like, "We don't want socialism here. We, we are, we, we're driven. We want to work. People like to work. We're driven here. What are you fucking talking about? Yeah, we're driven here, like indentured servants. We would like a vacation because he was saying, you know, like in France, they get they after a day of work, they're like, okay, that's enough work. I'm going home now. Here in the United States, we're driven." Like, people just like working three side hustles and their, and their job. I guess it's good for him. He doesn't have a side hustle, though. He squats in the ivory tower, and he gets to jet off to wherever country club and golf course. But we, we're out here. We're driven. Yeah. Yeah, we're driven like slaves, like indentured servants, like pawns and peons. That's not by choice, that's by design of your system, of the system that, that, that fucking Trump and Z votes for and, and the Democratic DLC, DNC and the Republicans, of course, all of them. Give me a break, we're driven. That's the whole meme that they like to spread. Oh, yeah, here, that's sort of like the capitalism thing. We're all about capitalism. We love capitalism. It's not, the, you're not a capitalist. You're driving an Uber. You're not a capitalist. You're fucking working. You're a worker. You're a laborer. It's like, oh, yes, we like working 
every day of our goddamn life until we drop. No. But over in uh, other countries, they understand. They get 30 days minimum vacation. That's why I was watching some show about, I can't remember what it was, but it was like this woman went to, it was like on Showtime or something, and she got out of jail. I can't remember what it's called. And she was she went to go find a job, and she was at the interview, and they were like telling her, well, of course you get this, the, stand, the, the uh, standard 30 days vacation. Yes, 30 days. No, we don't like that here. We want to work. We just want to keep working so Joe Scarborough can tell us that it's because we want to, not because we have to. Are you serious? Give me an effing break. I love when the ivory tower lulls us into some kind of hypnosis. Who really believes that? We're go-getters here. This is coming from the elite. They have to get you to think. Oh, no, we're just working our fucking lives to the bone so we can, uh, because, you know, we're Americans, you see. That's it? Really? Yeah, it's because we're Americans, because you can't stop working. Otherwise, you're because everyone's hanging by a thread. Everyone's working paycheck to paycheck, and then they have this gig economy. You can't take a vacation. There's no retirement security. There's no days off, you know. There's nothing. There's no, uh, nobody owes you nothing here. There's no benefits, retirement security. You can't even, you got to think about going to the doctor. Can I afford it? What if I get a bad diagnosis? You're better off just working till you drop. But Joe, what's his name? Scarborough wants you to think, oh, that's because you like it. You see? Nobody will love you like I will. That's what they're trying to tell us. Oh, it's get some pride in the fact that you're an indentured servant. But don't worry about it because Joe Scarborough takes plenty of vacations. He has plenty of free time and, and time to himself. Don't worry about it. You see what I'm saying? But it's you. You just want to. We have that entrepreneurial spirit. I'm sorry. You can work 80 hours a week. You, you can work uh, 20 hours a week till the day you die. It doesn't matter. If you're not making a living wage, you're not going to uh, be able to catch up to Joe Scarborough or Mike Bloomberg. Not everybody's an entrepreneur. Not everybody's going to come up with some scam or an Amway scam or some kind of algorithm for Wall Street. Give me a break. But, the, and I can't remember who said it. I think it was Elizabeth Warren. You're 100% correct. There were other people. Oh, I worked very hard. Not just you. And at a certain point, the entire system conspires to make the rich richer. Fucking shit. I'm sick of it. All right, I need to get unconscious fast because I'm sick of it. Thank you all for hanging out. I'm trying to find the chat. I can't see you. Where are you? 
thank you all except Patty for hanging out tonight. And thank you for the super chats. There were some super chats, even though we had a lot of technical difficulties. And all super chats are appreciated. If you can't be a patron, be a super chatter. If you can't, but many are patrons and super chatters. We need more patrons. That's the bottom line. If you want to have a daily show, we need to have more patrons. It's the way it goes. Do you know what I'm saying, G? Thank you, Robin. Love you. Love you more. Look at that. I need that. I'm feeling very... Sometimes I feel very insecure and hopeless. Especially when a Trumpanzee pops in and reminds me of what we're up against. And also, I got to listen to Pete Buttigieg. And it gets me mad. It takes all types. They buy that shit? That's what gets me discouraged. I'm like, people really buy that shit? They really buy that Pete Buttigieg scam going on? So, yeah, I am tired. And you guys are great. Thank you. We lost about half of our viewers in the past however many minutes, but that means everybody's tired. I'm tired, too. All right, guys. I don't know. I don't remember. We will get together soon. It's Wednesday, so I'll probably won't do a show tomorrow or Friday, so we'll see you on Saturday. Unless you want to uh, find a 1,000 patrons. That's your job. Anyway, whatever. Share the show with your friends. Give the show a good review. All that stuff will help if you're on other progressive chat rooms or whatever. You can um, tell them about the show. Invite them to Tarabuster, a live Tarabuster chat. Invite, um, you know, share, share. That's all you can do. Ah, sharing is caring. All right, guys, my name is Tara Devlin. You, you are amazing. We will meet back here around... I know you're trying. Thank you, Patricia. <laughs> I'm trying to. You see how tired I am? Look at this face. I'm, I'm only 18 years old, and I look like this. I'm only kidding. Could you imagine? This is how tired I... I that's how much I work. But... Um, yeah, we will meet back here at 6 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube. I prefer you go to YouTube because I can see you and chat with you. And I want you to, uh, you know, you also have the ability to super chat. That else, that helps. It helps. And I encourage it. I encourage patrons. I know you're trying. We, we'll get there. That's the way it is. Yes, Tara. Yes, there is a Tara Busta hotline. I got to... It's... All right. I have to figure it out. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's another fucking shambles over there. That's the call-in studio. Everything costs money. That's what it is. The e-cam costs money. The call-in studio costs money. Everything. But it's okay. We're in it together. You don't see them begging over on uh, the on the blaze. They don't have to beg because they got the goddamn Mercer family. So we have each other. 
we're in it together. And we will get there because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of humanity. And we will leave no one behind. And we will not leave this democracy to a bunch of wolves. No offense to wolves, really. They wouldn't do, they wouldn't tear their whole system down because they're a greedy bunch of bastards. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? All right, well, I'm looking for my e-cam. Where the hell's the e-cam? And then I need my... Wait a minute. I'm disappointed. All right, I know, I know. It could have been a better show, I guess. It wasn't really a show. It was more I'm like... All right, Susan. Jesus Christ. I got to get some more... Um audios you know what I mean more sound bites where's my overlays yes here all I have is this some people are just born to be slaves and this I'm disappointed <laughs> you're gonna be like all right you're disappointed you're disappointed we get it all right guys go to sleep we uh, tomorrow's another another day that we have to continue to fight so do not, don't not let them get you down about the... Don't buy into the Bernie bro shit that there's these Bernie bros. We're in it together. They're trying to silence us. They're trying to negate the people. And they need to keep the game going. They don't want anybody coming in and saying, no more money in politics. No more wine caves. No more f exclusive cocktail parties with the superdelegates. We're actually going to work for the people. So, we had a lot of work to do. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out and spending this time with me, helping me through this goddamn democratic debate that triggers me. It pushes my buttons. Thank God I have you guys. Thank God we have Tara Jr. Jr. here and Francis when... He comes down off the refrigerator. Right, Tara Jr.? Say goodnight to everyone. Say goodnight. Are you okay? We stick together. We win. I will see you in a couple of days. <laughs>